Oh, you know, guys, I was like here, we're, we're backstage, getting ready to stream. I'm like stuttering John here with this freaking stream yard. The wow. connection. I, I call my provider. Zach's like, it's your provider. Your internet connection in Canada doesn't connect. I'm like, what do you, we got high speed internet here. What is it? What are we at now? 5G, 5K? What is it? Wow. I don't it's know. What 5G. Yeah. I didn't know they had 5G home internet. I thought it was just like internet. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Rogers, bro. Do you use Rogers? I got that LTE home internet. It is Rogers, yo. It is. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I don't, okay, I don't think it's the internet. Last, what was it, last week or the week before when I was all Robotronic, like, I had, like, 600 uh, uh, down and, like, 300 up, like, while it was happening. It's StreamYard, bro. It's not optimized for shit. I was constantly having problems. Now, Zach suggested I go to Firefox. I haven't had a problem since, but StreamYard sucks hard sometimes. Yeah, it's so good Six, though. That's the thing. It's so well, good. I know, it's so good it and so bad. There's so many valuable tools on here, like the the uh, what's the word? The production Download. quality is so high. Yeah, yeah. But every once in a while, it's shitty enough that you're like, "Why am I paying for this?" Yeah. That's Dude, frustrating. Fifty bucks a month, bro. I don't even pay that much for porn per month. <laughs> I don't think I've ever spent that much money on porn. Just it's free well, on per free. month. <laughs> per month. No, right? I'm talking total. You got well, that if you, budget, bro. If you could get your NRD back, you can you can afford it. <laughs> wow. Are you an angel? What? An angel. I heard the deep space pilots talk about them. They're the most beautiful creatures in the universe. Hello there. We are tonight's entertainment. We would be honored if you would join us. You've got a billion toys. <laughs> you brought into a doll collection. These are not dolls, Jim. These are commodities. Same as gold or oil. Five, four, three, two, one. You are now listening to the Collecting Weekly Podcast. This is the true form of floor gang right here. Very nice. YouTube.com slash Collecting Weekly. Thank you very much. That's very cool. Big, big, big. Hey guys, my name is Zach. I'm Dean. I'm Dylan. Jeez. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Marco. Man, almost had it. Dylan, you fucking, you're not a rookie anymore, Dylan. That's unacceptable. Welcome <laughs> the to hot this. keys weren't working for me. <laughs> I, right when I start depending on Control D, it. And uh, I'm Dylan. Because it's, it's Control D. Dude, what a legend. What a legend. Welcome to this week's episode of Collecting Weekly. It's a weekly podcast where my friends and I talk about the things. That matter the most to us this week in collecting. That's right. We want to thank our friends over at One Six Corner for sponsoring this week's episode of Collecting Weekly. Guys, don't forget to use code CW10. That's capital C W one zero during our live recording for ten percent off all in stock items. Make sure you go over there and check them out. We have a great show planned for you guys tonight. We have uh, some some new figures to talk about. We have some teases to talk about. Some leaks to talk about. Some drama to talk about, an unanswered email to talk about. Uh, but before we get into all of that, Dean, we have a very special segment that we kick off all of the best shows with. Yeah, you guys ready? 
Yes. It's new this week. Yeah, what'd you get new this week? I had a pretty good week. Part and thanks to Zach. Wow. I'm a fucking angel, bro. I give Zach a lot what? of shit, but he's a fucking sweetheart. Yeah, well, he deserves what? it, though. No? You. You, Zach. Wait, the praise or the shit? How dare you, John? <laughs> you deserve the praise. So I picked wow. up the Figma guts in Berserk armor from you. Uh, okay. And then I bought a uh, custom cape for it. So it's there waving in the wind. Very cool OT customs on eBay. They're like 15 bucks. It's wired. Very cool. Uh, I'd also bought one for my Black Swordsman guts, like, I don't know, last year. Maybe maybe even longer. Um, and then, I wasn't done. I needed to quench that. The Figma guts was just good enough, but I needed more. So I picked this up from one of the... Uh, one of the guys in the ox. It's the... Uh, is he an ox? He should be an ox. Yeah. Um, I picked up... Uh, the 3-0... Uh, guts. And Berserk Armor. Uh, it's the limited edition, so it comes with this head sculpt. Um, I picked it up from Eric Ruiz. He cut me a good deal. Is that um, one numbered, Dean? The limited edition? I, I don't know if it's numbered, actually. I have to look on the box. I'll get back to you in a, in a couple of minutes. Sounds good. Um, but, yeah, so this one comes, uh, again, with his unhelmeted head sculpt. Uh, super amazing detail. It's basically a giant Figma figure. It's not a traditional six-scale figure with a body and clothes on top of the body. It's actually just like an articulated armored body so it's very cool it's very unique it, it holds pose as well there's some fiddly bits that i'm not a huge fan of but i understand why they did it the way they did um like the forearms are <clears throat> on a swivel and they come out very easily especially with his big ass sword it's very heavy um but i mean he's really not going to move much out of this pose you know when i have him in the detail so uh, I love this thing. Uh, it's amazing. Wow. I also got um, some Papa Parade Kill a Kill figures, Ryuko Mat uh, Matoy and Mako Makanshoku. I don't know if I'm saying her last name right. They say, say that three times. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, I love this show. It's It's actually kind of a stupid show, but it's so good. The animation is incredible. Um, if you're looking for an in-depth story, you're not really going to get it, but it's just about kicking ass and, uh, it's good. These are only like 25, 30 bucks a pop. So I had, yeah. a, I had them on pre-order for a while. So they came out and I was like, oh shit. Okay. Um, so I got those and I think that was it. Um, we have, uh, Ninja Squirrel, Carlito, Toy Mafia, Tukatri. Uh, Duck Collector, Sam just got back from working at the Grand Canyon. Wow. Long day, but I made it. Absolute Irwin. Uh, Brenton, PT Works, Yo Yo. We also have Vintage Rebellion, David Jones, CC3PO, the lovely. Hey. Uh, Equan, Big Ol' Fern, Badfish. Who else we got here? Mario. Miss my sweet Mario. Six Scale Reviews, Mark Pearson. Big shout out to Mark Pearson. 
Uh, who else we got? We got a lot of people in the chat tonight. Thank KJ you, Smith. everyone, for tuning in. KJ Smith, thank you so much. Ben Thomas, um, we really appreciate it. Uh, before I go, uh, does anyone else have any new this week? Actually, you have one, Marco. Yeah, so <laughs> this is this was a pre-order, right? So it was an online exclusive. I think they're going to release the, the two-pack, but it's a four-pack... 112 scale NECA Ninja Turtles from the Secret of the Ooze. Now I have nice. no turtles like figures sent from uh, beyond when I was a kid, right? So I, I've seen those one fourth scale. They look awesome. If they ever made these in one six, like I would be all over it. Um, but this was like one that I was debating. I was like, ah, it's not really a scale I collect. You know, I've got the Razor Crest. You know, Equan helps me out with the uh, symbiote Spider-Man with the, like the retro card back. But I'm afraid to go, you know, I think uh, Eddie was the one that said, don't collect backwards. Um, so I'm afraid to go down this line. But this packaging was so sweet, I had to pre-order it. So I don't know the, the typical turnaround time on these. I know Equan was saying like maybe a few months, um, a little less than, you know, a 1.6 figure. But really looking forward to, to seeing what these are like in hand because they look very detailed. And I'm already looking at, you know, trying to get a, sh a super shredder or <laughs> some others from the line. But yeah. yeah, this was just one at 150 bucks. I was on the fence, but just made it on by the cutoff window today. So happy I, I added this to the collection. Congratulations. I think probably universally the NECA 7-inch scale figures are probably thought to be in the conversation for like best action figure of all time like oh wow without a doubt at, at minimum i think most serious collectors you know top five top ten but i think i think looking at best of the decade lists uh those figures top you know pretty hard holy cow you know, they're okay. they're absolutely bonkers i've i've resisted the urge to buy them for a few years I know eventually I'm going to crack. I just don't feel like dropping hundred bucks on turtles right now, yeah, but yeah. they look, they look stunning. I got one from one of the Patreonies. Um, I believe it's Raphael. I need the other three, but <sighs> they're so expensive. It's like, dude, they've released these turtles like eight fucking times and I still can't <laughs> afford them. Like, what the so, fuck? so they are, I think I was alluding to it earlier, but they are releasing two separate two packs that'll be available. I think in Walmart, um, after my research, you know, pulled this up. So it's cool that, you know, if you miss out on this kind of more exclusive packaging, you could still get the figures, which is a pretty sweet uh, deal, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, Dylan, you had uh, new this week or like some custom stuff we were going to talk about? What'd you got? Yeah, I was going to ask you about, but real quick, uh, I want to go back to Marco and ask, when Eddie told you don't go backwards, did he mean don't like go back and try and chase down old stuff? Or is he saying not to go back and collect small stuff? I think he was, yeah, I think he was saying, do do as I say, not as I do, and don't go to a smaller scale when you're already gotcha. at 1.6. Only go up to, like, you know, quarter-scale statues. So he may have said it in jest, but it's something that's been in the back of my mind for sure. Gotcha. Because if he does have a point, like, don't go chasing backwards with that line, because you, that is a long... Oh, long road to take. You know, you know what else they Don't say you shouldn't chase waterfalls. waterfalls. Wow. God damn it! <laughs> Stepped on the bit. <laughs> Sorry. Just remember, creep, creep. Yeah. So I got something here. Uh, do you want me to share my screen? Sure. Okay. So I got. If you guys tuned in to last week's small talk, I t I got the. Um, <clears throat> 
this figure from McFarlane. I'm blanking on the name of what it was called, of course. It's got a, he's got a weird this, name, like the Dreamcatcher or some shit. He's from Spawn. Yeah, so this is what it looked like. So um, essentially, I complained that I really liked the figure, but I didn't like not having soft goods uh, for the cape. It kind of felt, to me, it feels, it Soul felt Crusher. like Soul Crusher. Thank you. I was just looking it up. Soul Crusher, yeah. So he's from like the Spawn line. And I really liked the design of him, just didn't like this hard rubber cape and hood that went over him. So Dean, shout out, sent me a link for this guy on eBay that sends, or that makes, like, almost matching perfectly, like a, a green soft goods cape. So, first of all, this is really bad. Like, McFarlane figures are not made for this, by the way. Like, I'm pretty sure the head, pe the neck peg was, like, glued in. I heated it up for, like, five minutes, and it still took all my strength to take out. That's not saying much, but I it took a lot to try and yank it out of there. And then the other problem was that the cape is glued onto the back, was glued onto the back of the figure, which you can kind of see like the mark still from it oh, that yeah. I couldn't scrape off. And then the hood was, there's like a peg, square peg that it's glued into, into the top of the helmet. And that I had to eventually cut out just to get enough. Like I had to take a scissors or knife and cut it just to get enough leverage. And this is what it looked like um, after that. And then, so from there, I, this is what it looks like now with the soft goods. So, uh, it's pretty cool cape, tattered, it's wired. Yep. Looks a lot better, in my opinion. Um, but the one thing I was going to ask you about, Zach, is that he still has the mark on top of his head. And I tried to scrape it away, like with a knife, with the scissors. And it's a hard material, so this is what I'm talking about there on the top you can kind of see the square hole on top it's not the biggest deal especially if i have the hood up you yeah. can't see it okay but i was going to i don't know i don't i almost don't think like sandpaper would work i don't know if i'm better off with get just... a um get a i think sandpaper will work um it's kind of hard to see is it like a like a metal finish on the no, top of the head? No, it's, it's just or really, it's really hard rubber. No, 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 like the paint. Is the is it like oh. metallic or is it black? Like what color is the top of the head? It's a little bit weathered black. It looks like, like it's got some silver gray accents on it, but for the mm -hmm. most part it's black. I would get uh, they sell like for pedicures. It's like a stick with like sandpaper glued to it and you can kind of like it's almost like a little bit flexible that we can get around the uh, curvature of the head, but you basically just sand it. And then once you sand it smooth, you could fill it if there's any gaps and then sand that smooth and then paint it. Mm -hmm. It would Zach, probably how, be... How often do you get a pedicure? Depends. The summer, probably two, two weeks, 21 days. Or... Dylan, you could join the top tier Patreonies and get a figure. Wow. Just send yeah, it to Zach. <laughs> this isn't a simple glue job. 
Uh, I would say if it bothers you, what I would start with Dylan is paint it black and see if that bothers you still. If it's if it's the fact that it's there that's bothering you, I would fix. You know, you could go and fix it. The one thing I will say, very important, customizing. There's a phrase I would tell Damien a lot. Um, yeah, razor blade might work too. Um, that's what I tried and it didn't work that great. Yeah, a Dremel works too. Uh, just remember, a Dremel is a tool of speed, not a force. So yeah. if you're using a Dremel, let the speed do the work. Jeez. Um, one of one of the phrases I would tell Damien a lot was, don't lose the forest for the trees. Mm-hmm. A lot of times when I do custom work, you really get fixated on that like 1% of a thing, and it drives you crazy, and you end up doing so much shit to fix that 1% that you eventually start to ruin the good stuff that's there, and then it kind of overtakes the project. So uh, send me more photos. We can talk about it off air, but uh, it can be fixed what you want to do. It's not that difficult, but again, I wouldn't... Like, it looks really solid the way you have it now, um, but send me photos and we can talk about it off air. I, I think, you know, even if you send it to me, we could fix it. It really doesn't look like that crazy of a big deal. Cool. Yeah, it's... Oh, what? Jeff? I was just gonna say, have you tried warming it up and then maybe oh, yeah. warm it up a little bit idea. easier to cut or easier yeah, to scrape that, off? Maybe, yeah. That's like a must because you, I wouldn't get anywhere with this thing if I didn't warm it up. With mm-hmm. The it's because when I say hard rubber, it's it's clo- closer almost to a plastic. I think Zach probably knows because it's very close to a lot of other McFarland figures, um, like the Batman cape. I think uh, so. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like a really hard rubber it's a different material than what normally you would think but yeah overall i was satisfied with how it turned out i thought it looks like a pretty good figure and the reason one of the biggest reasons i went kind of all in on it is because when i matched it up with some of my mezcos and mythic legions and stuff like that even though i guess it really wouldn't go well with mythic legions but it's close it is close to one those scales so it kind of could work with them so yeah. it wasn't completely out there with it being seven inch scale. So that was kind of one, the one nice thing. Not too bad. Uh, I had a pretty good week. So uh, as part of moving us out of our house, Victoria's like, I'm going to get you some Lego. And I had been wanting the Lego mock block bag end for probably about a year now by this point. And uh, Victoria uh, helped me pull the trigger on it. So this right here these parts represent maybe like 30 percent of the parts uh through bricklink they have a function where you can upload your want list and they will maximize the amount of parts you can get per dollar and uh so i think my total order was like eight different orders this was three of them and uh, some of the bigger orders have not come in yet but i'm starting to organize them into color and shape and i think my big mistake the first uh mock that i did which was the um the Milano was I separated everything by color, but what I'm learning now from people that are more experienced and watching their videos is you actually want to sort it by shape. So like all the, the bricks together, all the single plates together, all the foliage pieces together, all the, you know, brick texture stuff together. Uh, and that's supposed to make it quicker because when you're sorting through a big ass bin of gray parts, and they're completely different shapes and sizes, it's quite difficult. But if they're all like a similar shape, you could just go to that one area on your table and find what you need. So I'm hoping 
all the parts should be in by this weekend and I'll be able to start building. So that's pretty exciting for me. Uh, this is what the set looks like when it's done. So it's about uh, three times larger than the cool. uh, stock Lego set. And it has like a front end. And then on the back, it has like the full table seating for the dwarves, a food storage area, Bilbo's room, the living area, and then the door. So you can recreate like some pretty iconic scenes from the films. Uh, and I'm super excited about this. So uh, hopefully I'll have have uh, some photos of some work in progress next show. I'm hoping. So I have a question. it has a, a front and a back end. There you go. I was hoping someone would go there. Wow. Uh, Dean, what's your question? Okay, so obviously the hobbits are small and the dwarves are a little bigger. Yes. How do they scale like Gandalf to this? Uh, this isn't particularly to scale. Like Legos scale, you know, the hobbits aren't like... Do they have like smaller legs like the Grogu they have, or Yeah, they have smaller. They're not tiny little tiny figs. They're just like... They put them on the kid's legs, so they are a little bit shorter, but they're not like okay, like Lego scale. Lego just right. Doesn't really no, I know that, but yeah. I'm just wondering how they got around making the hobbits small. Yeah, they use and then the dwarves are the same height. Basically, they just use the half high legs. Uh, but I am super stoked. Like this is like a dream mock, and so to finally be able to have all the parts coming in is um, super exciting. Do they um, do they make all the dwarves? Yeah, all uh, all of them. Yeah, I have I have all the dwarves. So basically, my plan is in the front to do the scene where Frodo and Sam are leaving Bag End, right next to the door, and then on the top right, I wish my mouse would show up, but on the top right where the Gandalf minifigure is standing, I'm gonna move the bench from behind the window to the front so I can get that Hobbit scene, and then in the back, I'm gonna have all the dwarves eating in the kitchen, and then in the living, the main space by the door, put the ring by the door, like uh when it's dropped there so i'm i'm pretty excited to have this it's gonna be like super fun to build and uh you know definitely can't wait i also got something from dean it was part of our trade for the uh guts berserk uh figma it's the uh asmus i believe this is the helm's deep legolas it's the one that just came out uh really solid figure uh i don't really know how deep into the fellowship i'm gonna get uh, I do want an Aragorn and a Gimli uh, and a Frodo, but Gimli's kind of expensive, uh, and I kind of missed my shot to get Aragorn when Rainer sold his, so, you know, I'm not uh, really trying to get it for full price, to be honest, so might just be a Lego loss for a bit, but uh, yeah, it's a good figure. Uh, I think I think Dean just kind of wanted the uh, some money for the guts that he was getting, and also to get that Figma that he's been after for a while. So, ended it up working pretty good. I was able to get it for pretty good price, and you know, with this new space, I have a little bit less room for displaying everything. So, the Figma guts just didn't make the cut when I have like a two and a half, three foot tall uh, quarter scale guts behind me. So, I think it ended up being a pretty reasonable trade and. I think I think we're both pretty happy with it. Yes, sir. Let's uh, let's get into the news. So we'll start with Sideshow. They dropped their Clone Wars Yoda. Uh, this is one sixty five, releasing December uh, two thousand twenty two to March two thousand twenty three. Uh, I think I think it looks great. I think I think it looks, you know, as good as one could want this figure to look. 
Um, I looked at the uh, listed height, and it's technically a little bit too tall. But I think all the Yodas are probably a bit too tall on six scales, so I can give it a pass on that. Uh, doesn't come with a ton. You get um, a few different hands. You get different feet. Uh, you get a tiny little stick, and you also get a lightsaber. Um, but you know, it's I mean it's it's ripped right off the screen. Like it, the sculpt is perfect. I imagine they had access to some digital files to make this. Um, you know, we said it last week. I think it really just comes down to uh, how how good this body's going to be and how decently they can replicate this paint job. But uh, I don't think, no pun intended, but I don't think it's a particularly tall task for Sajjo to knock this one out of the park. Yeah, um, I'm not a huge fan of the Yoda design from Clone Wars. That being said, I think they nailed it on this. I think this could stand to be probably about 40 bucks cheaper. I mean, does it even come with a base? I don't even, it's not solicited with one. Um, I will double check, but usually they do. Um, it's like three sets of hands, two sets of feet, and a saber. And it's like, you know, after shipping this is in tax, it's going to be $200 figure. Like, absolutely not. Like, this should be 160 tops after everything included. This should be a $120 figure all day. I think it's a little too expensive, but if you need a Yoda and you're liking the Clone Wars line, I think this is a home run. Yeah, I I would say they could have... I still say it's a little stylized from the cartoon, but I think it looks better like this than it... like. Like Dean said, I'm not a big fan of the exact way he looks in the in the actual animated series, but this looks like that's what it's from, and they did it in a way, like in a 3D way, that's probably not the easiest to do, in my opinion. A lot of it's probably paint, uh, the way that they're able to do it, like the shading in the cracks of his head. Yeah. I think that's, that's pretty well done. Not my cup of tea. I like kind of the more realistic-looking things from... Clone Wars, like the Ahsoka and stuff like that, but I I think this looks good for, for those guys that love this. Uh, jumping in just real quick, it does come with a flight stand. Okay, cool. Yeah. See, the thing with, here with Sideshow, they, they always get their flack for their bodies, so this is completely re-engineered. This is kind of the first, first body we're getting from them at this size, correct? No, they've done I think two or three Yodas before. Uh, I don't I don't think this is their Jawa body. I think that one's a bit taller. But yeah, this is like their third Yoda that they've done. So this line but has... But this could be a new body for yeah. Yoda. Because it was so like, long ago. This line has a lot of potential. You know, if they're able to... Knowing them, it's the same one. Yeah, unfortunately. If <laughs> they're able to knock this out of the park, then... There's a lot of potential for this animated line that people go crazy for because when they put the Obi-Wan and the um, Anakin up, it looked amazing. It's just the bodies that we worry about. I think this is cool. Um, it, like I said, I'm I'm down for it. I'm, I'm down for different. This is innovative. It's going down a, a route that we haven't seen. So there's a lot of potential here. Price pointing, I think for this, this day and age, 165 I've seen some pretty bad figures that some other companies have put out for almost double the price. So I don't know. I'm okay with the price point, but um, we'll see. 
we have to see some in hand, maybe in an out of the box unboxing on one of their live shows to really get a feel for it. Yeah, exactly, John. This is a wait and see, much like the rest of the line. They've got a huge hit on their hands potentially if they get this right. So here's the hoping that they've put in the time and the effort to really, you know, get new bodies, make sure that these are quality figures. Again, the price point seems legit based on how expensive these six scale figures are these days. So I don't really have a huge problem with that. And overall, I think it looks good. But again, just a wait and see mode on, on this whole line. Um, I think, John, you're right. This is potential to be a, a huge, huge line. And uh, it kind of reminds me with uh, with Asmus, where it's like, man, when they play to their strengths, like they really can do some special stuff. And I think Sideshow has the potential to really just blow this line out of the water. Um, and it, for me, it just keeps going back to the quality of the body. So that remains to be seen. Uh, I don't think the 165 price point's too bad. I think uh, when I first started collecting, was it four or five years ago, uh, the Hot Toys Yoda, which did have a diorama, so I'll give it that, but that was about 180, 190. Uh, so five years worth of inflation, a full figure with a flight stand coming in at 165. To me, with a potentially fully re-engineered body, and none of this stuff is off-the-shelf parts, right? These aren't just generic hands that they can swap in and out. This is you know, brand new sculpted feet, brand new sculpted hands, a new sculpted head. I, I think the price is uh, more than fair, in my opinion. Uh, but I guess we'll have to see how that all turns out uh, in December to March. Uh, Hot Toys uh, did drop the uh, classic Loki. This has been teased by them uh, since December, so about four months worth of tease. Uh, this was 285 releasing April to September 2023. There was not a deluxe or a you know more premium version offered. It's pretty much uh, what you get is what you got. Two portraits, one smiling, one stern. Uh, and uh, I think everything about this looks really solid. I think the portrait looks amazing. I think the suit looks pretty good. Uh, my one complaint is that the uh, the boots appear at least to me to be single part boots, uh, not, not a huge, um, you know, not a huge fan of that. I think that's going to hinder articulation. Uh, but these portraits, I think they're really, really solid. I think this is probably the best, uh, smiling hot toys portrait that I've seen. I know we kind of rag on some of their past attempts like Ant-Man. This looks fucking amazing. You also get, uh, alligator Loki. Uh, one thing to note though in quite a few of the photos, they do have this uh, goblet with Loki. And on Hot Toys' website and on their Facebook, they say, according to the licensor's latest instructions, the drinking cup accessory needs to be canceled. Therefore, it will not be included for the 1-6 scale classic Loki collectible figure's final product. Uh, Dean, or anyone else, what do you guys think about this? That seems odd. Why specifically the cup? I guess they didn't say. They didn't say, but... Uh, that was the licensor's uh, discretion there. <laughs> That's weird. Um, other than that, this thing is phenomenal looking. That shrink ray sculpt, bro. Like, and especially the smiling sculpt. The, they don't usually nail those. This one knocked out of the park. This thing looks amazing. Uh, not big enough fan of Loki to want this. 
Um, but he was a great character in the show. Uh, I love the little alligator Loki. That's so cute. And also the throg. Super cute. Um, yeah, I think this is amazing. I think if anybody wants this figure, this is a no-brainer. Uh, I thought I think it's a pretty solid, uh, solid release. I like it. Dean, I just want to echo what you said about the smiling sculpt because I do think they nailed it. Um, and we'll see what the final product looks like, but I'm glad True. that they keep trying, right? Because they get flack for whenever they don't do like a stoic look and it doesn't come out quite right, but they got to keep trying, got to keep innovating. This seems like the perfect figure to gamble on too, right? They're giving you yeah. two. So if one of them's not your cup of tea, you can go back to the default. And yeah, this is a figure that maybe not a ton of people will care about, even though it does look great. So I'm glad that they keep trying it and want to see this more often. Just different expressions. If Hot Toys can keep doing sculpts like that one on, like his smiling one, that is definitely the way to go. Uh, like whoever they use, I, I haven't looked up the artist, but whoever they use there did an amazing job uh, sculpting that. Because that seems, typically because Hot Toys strong suit usually is on the paint end, right? Especially with older people. But I guess they, they do older people fairly well but almost always stoic but that yeah that is amazing i'm like dean i'm not big into the this character or the show in general i i like the show i just wasn't like i need a figure from it i guess right. john sorry you were talking i think you were on mute yeah that's cool no we you know we give hot toys i i'll speak on my half of my give hot toys a lot of flack a lot of the time but every once in a while, they'll come and just hit a home run. This this is wild. I remember watching Loki, and when I saw this character, the first thing I thought of is, I want some sort of representation of him in the in the collection, just because it's great actor number one. And although the it wasn't too too much involvement in the show, just iconic. Uh, this is perfect. That portrait, that portrait looks like you literally took the face off the actor and just put it on the figure. If final production looks like that, I say this is a, could be a contender for the figure of the year or at least portrait of the year. Absolutely yeah, stunning. Uh, Ninja said something funny earlier. Let's see if I can find it. Oh yeah, there you go. He says it's the, uh, the goblet. There was the Holy grail removed on religious grounds. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would not be surprised. Also, I was going to say, between the two sculpts, there's no loss of likeness. I know sometimes, it, like, the smiling sculpt, you'll be like, I guess it kind of looks mm -hmm. like the guy. Like, the Paul Rudd one, like, the teeth just throw it off. It's like, it doesn't really look like Paul Rudd. Or, or know, sometimes, yeah. maybe between the two sculpts, like, uh, the Captain America's, with his screaming face, I, ne I can never see uh, Chris Evans in those sculpts. But this one, both sculpts are spot on. This thing is incredible. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. Like um, sometimes, like, and I don't mean mean it in a bad way because sometimes they can look like two different people. Two, yeah. But still, like, you would see if you would see one in a vacuum, you'd be like, okay, that's that character making that face. Then you see the other one, you're like, okay, that's char that character. I can see it in the face. But then you put them up against each other, and they're like, oh yeah, that's looks like two different, two different characters guys. sometimes yeah, yeah. so yeah that's a good point you know one more interesting piece and this is about competition right this 
seems like the direct response to Soso only in that it's almost like one for one what they were releasing, right? In terms of the accessories and comes with the alligator, comes with the throg. So it's just kind of funny to me that it's almost like they took it one for one and releasing this, which I'm glad they are because it looks great. Escalation is not a bad thing. I think when companies compete against each other, I think it brings out the best in everyone. Um, yeah, this is fantastic. Absolute shrink ray of a portrait. And the fact that you're getting basically uh, three, uh, not three Lokis, but three characters. Because so you get Throg, Alligator, Loki, and Classic. Uh, definitely awesome. I'd, I'll be honest, I don't know if that was a joke about the Holy Grail. I never finished their series. I just couldn't get back into it after like a week of not finishing it. So I don't know if this goblet is actually the Holy Grail or, you know, it's just supposed to be like a cup. Um, but... Yeah, that's so odd that they would remove it. It would make sense I, I that it was. Think, yeah, I think that's exactly what it is. Um, whoever made that comment, let us know if that was a joke or not, because it, it honestly makes sense to me. There's Ninja. Hot Ooh. Toys also uh, teased the Electro uh, from Spider-Man No Way Home. This is the third villain they've done from this film. I think their fifth or sixth figure... Uh, with no no signs of any of the other spider peoples, so that's very interesting to see there. Uh, but this is, um, you know, it's going to be the Electra from the movie. I think we all kind of saw this one coming, and uh, I'm excited to see another licensed Jamie Foxx portrait. Yeah, um, this is cool. Uh, it's just... <sighs> I feel like Hot Toys always has more shit coming out than actually out. So, like, although it's cool to see, it's also kind of annoying. It's like, guys, put the shit out that's supposed to be out already. But that being said, other than that minor annoyance, this looks like it'd be a pretty solid release. Very intricate figure, a lot of detail. Again, Jamie Foxx, really cool. Probably one of the cooler characters in the movie. Um, yeah, this is, this is cool. I don't, I don't know if I would add it to the collection, but I, it's not one of those things where I look at it and I'm like, oh, I would never add that. It's like, oh, if I, you know, I might. So. Yeah, it's cool to see it, see them still coming out with stuff with that movie. But like you said, uh, Zach, it's weird that we haven't seen the other Spider-Mans, but it's not just Hot Toys. It's literally everything we haven't seen that on. So I'm hoping that something just gets approved and then the floodgates open with those other Spider-Man figures. That's kind of what I'm hoping on. But yeah, I don't know. The villains are, to me, one of the most enticing parts of the, this movie. I think I would pass on this guy. I am glad to see, like in the movie, how strong they made him, because I think this guy was always a super strong Spider-Man villain, so that was kind of cool, but yeah, it was, I, it'll be cool to see, but I don't know if I'll get it. Yeah, it's it was nice to see them reimagine the character in the movie. This has a lot of potential. Uh, I, I'm with you, Dylan. I don't think I'm gonna, you're going to see it in the collection either. You know, I, I'm almost at the point with Hot Toys where I kind of think they should just eliminate the whole teaser, the whole teaser process. Unless they're doing it with like you know, how they did with the Batman, 
where they tease the let's say the batmobile with the figure in the background or the bat the, the bike or so forth like that just because it's like okay we watched spider-man already it's been how many months now you're giving us a teaser how much longer are we going to wait for the full reveal after the full reveal how much longer are we going to have to wait to actually get it in hand it's like yeah it's it, it's super exciting to see it up on the screen as a teaser but then by the time you get it in hand it's like well i watched spider-man two years ago am i still as excited as i was when i first saw the teaser so i think they really need to tighten that gap between uh, them showing us the prototype or the teaser on screen and us getting it in hand yeah this this is one that i'm really interested to see the final pictures because the more i think about it the more this figure could be a big miss only in that, you know, on paper, it sounded like awesome. It's Jamie Foxx, it's Electro, but I hate the plastic bits, like the, the electric effects on, yeah. you know, some of the figures, they just kind of look cheap. So I don't know how you do an Electro and make him look sweet. Like, I'm really concerned that this might just end up looking like a lot like a toy, especially with the like jointed a, arms. Like a Dragon Ball figure arts with that <laughs> yeah. Especially, with, especially was, Marco, around the eyes. The plastic was, around the eyes to, there. Yeah, you're right, John. I was going to say that smaller... There's some smaller companies that seem to do effects better than Hot Toys. For whatever reason, Storm is one. Um, That's fair. I've seen some good Moffex ones, but those can kind of be a little bit gaudy at times. But, like, Moffex's effects are really cool. Yeah. Like, this, this, this effect is, is the same we're getting from the Whiplash that we got from Iron or Man. Or the Miles. And the Palpatine as well. Yeah, I was gonna so, say yeah but those weren't particularly good. Like, the Miles no. ones, I've never seen them used where I'm like, dang, that looks fucking cool. Yeah, But right. the Miles um, is such a good figure, it could stand by itself, right? I'm not sure this true. one can. Yeah, that's true. But the, the Miles is like, that's a thing the character does. Like, this is the only thing this character does is, like, have electricity shooting all over the place. So, um, yeah. Because it won't even light up. It doesn't even uh, Yeah, potentially. Tukantri says, I don't think this will look that cool once all the Photoshop has been removed. Yeah. So right there on the... Uh, uh, David Jones says that you nailed it. Um, yeah, I, I think... Dean, great point. Does I mean, it ever... You know, you're showing us two, three figures a, a, a week, and you're releasing <laughs> less than one. Uh, what were you saying, Dean? Yeah. Oh, does that ever explain how he can fly? They just use no, I think it's kind of you just sus suspend disbelief. It's like Thor just throws a hammer really hard. It's electromagnetic. Rams on. I was going to say, John, there's some science behind there for sure. Yeah. Uh, April Fools saw a Marvel.com leak of the Hot Toys Moon Knight. This was quickly taken down. Uh, and, uh, you know, we saw plenty of screenshots verifying it. And within a few hours, Hot Toys kind of posted their own teaser. Uh, I think there was only two pretty good photos that were shown. It was this one here and uh, this one here. I imagine there's going to be some light-up function in in the portrait to get these glowing eyes. Looks like a wired cape. And, uh, you know, I'll be honest, I know nothing about Moon Knight. We'll talk about it later, but I love the show. If if this is a good enough show, like, I I might be interested. This costume design is fucking oh, yeah. incredible. Um, what do you guys think? Um, yeah, I, I'm with you. I know little to nothing about this character. Um, the show is, I mean, I've, I've only seen the first episode and it's cool, but like, I don't know if I would be like, yeah, I need a Moon Knight figure, right? I need to see the rest of the show. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of, uh, the arms, the way they plug into the body. It looks very, yeah. 
action figure which you know i love action figures but that's not really why i do six scale right mm-hmm. um i i could understand why they did it this way like i'm not like knocking them for doing it this way like i get it but like just aesthetically it's like not really why i do six scale but you know i might love the show so much that i don't give a shit so we'll see We'll see how the show turns out, but this looks cool. Like you said, the outfit design is pretty incredible. Um, so, just gotta watch the show. Yeah, this is if if anyone tunes into Small Talk, they know this is probably my favorite all up Marvel character, and I've always liked him a lot because of how weird he is overall. So, and, like, different than, like, the, you know, the, the typical lighthearted, super strong Marvel character that we're used to. It's a different type of character overall. But this, yeah, this figure looks really good. The one thing I was a little bit confused by, so you see, obviously, like, bunching in the legs there. Like, they tried to make it kind of a one-piece suit. I don't know why there would be a reason to have to do that. I feel like you wouldn't have to. And maybe that is on just the pants, but... Like, he's wrapped in cloth, so why couldn't you do that instead? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is confusing to tell what materials they've used, right? Right. Yeah, we'll have to see when when it comes out. But I'm, I'm excited. I'm probably... I have said after Endgame, I'm probably done with Marvel. Uh, maybe apart from a Spider-Man villain or two, like Green Goblin, Doc Ock, I don't know. But this one would for sure get me back into it for Hot Toy Marvel stuff. Yeah, I think this one, it has to come with the Oscar Isaac head sculpt, right? If they don't include a head sculpt, then there's like there's no point for me. I think knowing that he's a Hot Toys collector, we gotta we gotta do the man some justice and finally give him a fair. So no head. Yes, that's probably my favorite clip y'all play. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so yeah, I think that's, and I know there's a different iteration um, of Moon Knight, right? There's like the Mr. Knight. I'm, I'm not a Moon Knight head, so I'm wondering if we maybe get two different versions and if maybe that one they'd give a head sculpt since this is a more classic look. But I, I think that would be the biggest selling point for me because without it, it kind of, it's a cool looking figure and I like the design of the suit, but it's all just kind of monotone. So I don't know how well it's going to work in hand. Well, what if, like, in the show, he never takes off the, was it a mask? <clears throat> you know what I mean? Like, with the, the Mandalorian, he takes the helmet off, you see Din Djarin's face. What yeah. if he doesn't do that in the oh, show? Oh, I see what you mean. Well, there's, a, there's the transforming. You could give us, like, the Venom, right? You could give us a transforming head sculpt at the end of the day, too. Well, I guess that could work. Yeah, but, but I hear Plus, what you're saying, dude. We're going to see the motherfucker's face. I, thought, I, don't, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Paramount Plus, I got to see Master Chief's face for fucking 25 minutes. So, oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I need to see more from this figure. The show's so far, we'll talk about it, but it's, I'm enjoying it. But this figure, no, 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 no. Dean took the words right out of my mouth. The shoulders, that peg there, no, that's just, it's just not hitting very well. Uh, we'll see. I don't want to be too negative. I want to see more. But... Like this, this photo here looks pretty I, good. Yeah, John, I think it's just that photo. I think it's because the, the chest is overlapping the arms, but it mm-hmm. looks like a one piece thing, right? You can see the stitching mm-hmm. right at the um, at the chest yeah, level. I gotta wait to see more. It has potential. It has potential. We'll leave it at that. I think they did the hood really well too 
like the one thing like I really like Assassin's Creed, but the figures with that little widow's peak thing, they always look really goofy. This looks I think really good. Mm. Uh and the weathering, I, I think that can't be understated. Like weathering white is kind of difficult, so it looks well worn, but also not artificial it's kind of hard to explain but it, it looks really natural looks like um, aged cloth yeah exactly it doesn't just look like they just dunk that shit in some dirty water or something like it actually looks pretty solid but yeah i mean it really remains to be seen what we're going to get from this and hopefully we have a teaser soon i know a lot of people were saying the uh cool factor of this uh figure would be whether or not which it doesn't look like it, it is but the um I'm not even going to pretend to know what they are, but the, the, the Moonerangs, I think is what I've heard them being called. Apparently, they're supposed to come from the chest piece, kind of like the the new Batman. Um, I think Mezco, the Mezco version does that, but uh, some people were saying they were really hoping that feature was implemented. So we will see once we get the full reveal. Good shout uh, on the hood, because that's the issue. That's one of the issues with the Mezco one, That I, which, by the way, is one of my favorite figures of all time, but... A lot of people complain that the hood is like a different material. It looks like it's a different material than the soft goods. So, yeah, they, yeah. they blend that well. Yeah, uh, Sam and Tukatri make great points. Sam says we need to see if the show sucks or not first. True, true, true. And Tukatri says Pennywise prototype was weathered too. We all saw how that turned out. That is also very true. Uh, Inart did show the... Uh, the work in progress photo of the Batman sculpt uh, later in the show, we'll show the painted. Uh, so sit tight with us here, but these are uh, some of the photos from that reveal. I think the, uh, the hair sculpt, I think is the best part of this prototype. Very fine uh, in the details there. And uh, uh, it also pushed hot toys. I think in my opinion, to make some changes on theirs. Again, we'll talk about that after the break. Uh, what do you guys think about this portrait? I think, I think, you know, I think it looks pretty stunning. Um, I feel like the one that's head on looks kind of off, but the one that's like uh, top three quarter down. Yeah, I think that looks spot on. I think that looks just like Robert Pattinson, but the one where you're looking directly into his eyes doesn't. I don't know. I, maybe painted it'll look better. Um, just my learned opinion. Yeah, I'm here. I I think it looks better. I look, think it looks better than the Hot Toys one, to be frank. Um, it has a lot of potential. We're going to talk a little bit about in art and from a business perspective a little bit later. But uh, from what we're seeing here with this this prototype here, unpainted, it's it has a lot of potential. I think they did a really good job. Yeah, I'll, I'll talk a bit more about the face sculpt and how I feel versus Hot Toys, I guess, when we talk about the painted version and Hot Toys tees. But I think the hair, they got this perfectly. Like that Prime mm. 1 statue was kind of the Prime 1 and Blitzway statue was kind of the first statue I've really looked at in earnest. Like, okay, this is something I want to add to my collection. Haven't pulled the trigger yet. And this kind of captures exactly what I love from that. So I think they, they nailed it on that piece. Yeah, I completely agree there. Um we will talk about the painted prototype here in just a second. I did just want to show this off real quick. I know a uh, few of you guys know I collect Nendoroids. Uh, the Batman Nendoroid was put up for pre-order at Big Bat Toy Store. 75 bucks buys you that, releasing December 2022. Uh, you have an unmasked portrait, the card, a mini Batmobile, and the Nendoroid stand is painted black, which I think is pretty cool. I'm thinking to order it. Uh, this would be my fourth, fifth Nendoroid, so... Uh, definitely tempted to get that, uh, and the price is fairly reasonable. The, car, uh, the, car, the 
Oh, go ahead. The, sorry, no, the uh, the car accessory there is cool. To add a little yeah. more dimension, dimension off the off the base, that's cool. I like that. You could also have like a mini Queen Studios. You could just put your Nendoroid on top of that, and then <laughs> you know you got a yeah, <laughs> mini wow. Queen Studios. Uh, John, one six corner keeps lights on. Let's hear about them. Yeah, one six corner. We want to thank them. Um, their mission is to provide the best figures and collectibles to their customers. They offer great prices, great packaging, fast shipping, best in the business customer service. Uh, all you fine people collecting weekly listeners get 10% off in stock figures while our show is live using code that's CW10, capital C, capital W, one zero. You choose your figures, pay safely with PayPal, and leave the rest of them. Thank you very much. Now, our uh, discussion of the week is uh, Escalation. Um, I did want to put it... Um, I did want to call it maybe like figure wars or whatever, but it was, it was a bit like, it was quite a bit to put, uh, under that, uh, banner. Uh, but obviously, uh, queen through their in art line, Jeez. uh, showed us their painted Pattinson sculpt and holy Jesus. I think Marco nail on the head when he said this really captured that prime one look which to me, like, uh, I know some people in the in the chat are saying, like, why would you ever display this? Like, I get it. I would only have the statue, and I'm not really going to spend, you know, that much on the statue just to display the portrait. But holy shit, this looks fucking good. And especially if this is their lower tier, you know, $350 entry level uh, version of the figure, uh, this looks absolutely incredible. The the fineness in the hair. I think is was significantly lacking on the Hot Toys original, uh, and we called that out when it went up for order. Uh, but this portrait, in my opinion, obviously it's just a few angles that we've gotten. I think it definitely pushes the bar as to what a a portrait of our Pats could look like in any scale. I think this is right up there with the best of them. Uh, here's a few more angles there. I don't love the side profile here from the right side. There's something about it. It looks too flat to me. I felt like his chin was maybe a bit more pronounced, but uh, I could be wrong. Obviously, they've probably looked at much more references than I ever would. And the back of the head does look a bit... The shape does look a bit off. Uh, Hot Toys did respond that they are doing an updated hairstyle to their uh, 1-6 scale figure. And uh, I think they're definitely trending more towards that uh, more finer... Uh, hair than what they had solicited originally. Uh, their statement was to stay faithful in character screen appearance. Hot Toys team has invested significant time and effort into refining tiny details and prototype figures, including the one six scale Batman collectible figure from the Batman collection series. The updated Bruce Wayne sculpt brings variations in his hair sculpture, which reflects our extreme requirements with delicate and lifelike details. So uh, let's chat about that for a second. There's more stuff with Queen that we're going to chat about. Uh, but what do y'all think, uh, comparing those two, uh, two different, uh, showings so far? Yeah, to me, it looked like the Hot Toys updated one. It looked kind of very anime. It was, it, yeah. I don't know. It looked like an anime character. I wasn't buying it, uh, compared to the NR one. You see what I mean? Like it goes out and then like kind of up, mm -hmm. um, <sighs> I, I, maybe it's just the inner one looks that much better. Uh, that painted version 
definitely sold me. Um, yeah, that's that looked really good. And like Zach said, like if that's the lower tier one, I mean, three fifty is still kind of a lot, but um, that looked good. Looked really fucking good. Yeah, these these look great. Of course, the in art one, I don't is stunning. Um, I just guys like I don't understand why a company is telling me to stay faithful. Uh, why why are we bringing? Why do I have to be faithful? Have faith in you. How about you show me the product that I'm gonna get, or show me a half decent prototype so that I don't have to have faith. I can see what's there. I don't understand why you're telling me have faith, be faithful. I don't get that. Um, Inart's coming in swinging. Their product, look, look, listen, their prototypes are stunning. They're gorgeous, close to perfection. We haven't seen anything in hand. And again, we'll talk about it a little bit later on the show. So far, business, the way they're conducting business, very poor. But when it comes to showing prototypes on a screen, absolutely stunning knocking it out of the park so on this one i'm going to put my money on the uh, the in art version so far from what we're seeing i'm right there with you i think the in art is in the lead right now obviously we don't have any other products in hand so we don't know what the final is going to look like um be you know i could nitpick on each one like okay well i don't like this and this i just am really excited that we're getting two that i think at the end of the day these products are going to be so much more superior because they're not operating in a bubble and they're Again, escalating, competing against each other. For me, for a character that I love, like I'm all in on the Hot Toys one. I'm all in on the InArt one. Unless it's like $2,000 with the Batmobile that I might, you know, have to sleep on oh, it. But oh yeah, I know. <laughs> Hope they don't. But, you know, still even then probably. Um, but yeah, just really, really excited for this competition. Like this is this is great work already from both companies. So, and the updates, like this is just the start of it. Yeah, this will be interesting. There's so many com so many companies that I feel like has a license for this. It'll be it'll be cool. I'm not looking into really either one. Like I don't really have a reason to be faithful in InArt yet either. Like what Eddie keeps saying that you know, they haven't proved or I think Marco you've said that quite a bit where they haven't proved anything to anyone yet either, so um but prototype wise, yeah, it, I would say it probably looks better. The one thing that seems to be interesting is because of the options that they've done for their Joker, that it makes people forget how expensive, almost like, not forget, but more forgivable to how expensive their lowest tier is. Like a solid $100 more than Hot Toys overall, I feel like just because they also have a six or 700 Dollar one well, and a thousand dollar one. In their own market, like... though, the Joker was like two seventy, right? And then by the time it gets to us, it's closer to three fifty. And mean, the accessories are all diecast. Which I'm what what diecast does he have on the regular? On the version? Joker, the guns, the knife, the magazines. Magazines um, are diecast. The bullets are individual, something like that. Yeah, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, it's it's really stupid how much how intricate the fucking gun is. But. But yeah, it's it's not a ton of diecast. I mean, the, but I hear like your the, point, the Dylan. By having like a, a extra premium version, it makes the lower end like, oh, that's nothing compared to eleven hundred bucks. 
Yeah, and, and I I understand like it's supposed to be like in Hong Kong it obviously is cheaper, but so is Hot Toys. Hot Toys is that much cheaper over there usually too. So it's all relative. But yeah, I don't know. We'll you look at see. you look at two seventy for that Joker, and then you look at two what was it two seventy five for that Loki. I don't know, man. With all the innovation that was put into that figure. I I just think that it's time that uh, Hot Toys wakes up and, and we can start getting some innovation out of them and, and, you know, cool things. Like now they're getting all community-based and saying, oh, look, have faith in us. We're going to put it out. Where were those comments with other concerns that we had? You know, it, that's, we'll see. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was going to say. Someone had that comment in there as well, that it's good to see them pushing on the uh, kind of public Status end point. of... Yeah, just on the on the public end of things too, like... I've I've always knocked Hot Toys for years that they have zero communication yeah. and they're improving slowly with that and hopefully this makes it even better with yeah. what God knows Queen Studios is doing. Jesus. Sam Sam says the jail is diecast too. I believe the jail is only in the two pack, if I'm not mistaken. Two pack yep, non ruby and then two pack. Right, non-ruby. yeah. Um now there was a bit of a uh misstep, uh two missteps with Queen this week. Uh, the first, this was by Nicole Hando. She said, uh, someone posted about Queen Studios Corner Scale Joker 300 artist version. Queen promoted during the pre-order saying all of them are painted and rooted by Viper, uh, which was photo one. But after the final product release, people see differences versus the prototype. Queen's now saying they changed it to painted and, proted, and rooted rather by Viper's team instead of Viper himself. Uh, and distributors announced yesterday that one six scale jokers are available for pre-order again, including the rooted version, which was promoted as 72 hour limited version. Um, and of course, obviously one six kit, bunch of other websites open that three day window up again. One six kit saying pre-order opens again for, uh, people who missed the three day window. Uh, John did make a video. I do want to, uh, read some of the comments if that's right with you, John, from the video. Uh, it went quite, I don't want to say viral cause it, you know, the views were about normal, but the, the interaction from the fans, I think was pretty incredible. Uh, Bob Dylan says not able to independently verify this. What I was told by one Hong Kong reseller that due to a particular reseller site, keeping the pre-order up past the window, uh, queen felt that other resellers were put at an unfair disadvantage and decided to allow the orders to be taken for everyone and every site. You can guess which site didn't play by the rules. Lots of people agreeing with John, um, uh, Semi says, I agree with you, man. Company should keep their word to not lose cred- credibility. Wasn't a nice move from them. Um, the opposite side of the fence, Gary, uh, sweet angel Hicks says, uh, happy for collectors getting another chance at the figure. Uh, it was about 80, 20, uh, in support, uh, some goovers in the comments, but, uh, generally speaking, I think there was some, uh, some great comments here. Uh, pudgy, a little bit of a long comment here, but very, very good. He says the manipulation and mock limited window of availability does indeed suck. I unfortunately have learned to never take anyone at their word when money is involved. I always take a show me approach from contractors and car salesmen to insurance companies, the corporate owned news media, uh, etc. When it comes to finances as a consumer, I assume everyone is full of crap until they earn my confidence makes for a pleasant outcome when they prove me wrong. Um, goes on to continue there, but, um, 
Anthony from uh, Six Cal Mafia says he agrees with you, John. He was surprised that other peers, uh, I assume within the streamer community, casually shrugged it off like it was not a big deal. Uh, Fig Fate says, I think it's pretty messed up. I made sure to order within three days, despite me not being financially ready to do so. Would have waited had I known I was going to be put back up for order. And that was the sentiment with a lot of our Patreonies. Some people were making uh, figure moves to pick it up. You know, obviously... You know, this isn't a necessity purchase by any means, but, you know, if you have three days to make $100 between pay periods, which was kind of on a weird uh, day that they dropped it, um, I, I totally have felt that pressure before. Uh, we did reach out to Queen Studios for a formal statement. Uh, we did hear back from their um, uh, customer service relations manager uh, that he is going to get us a formal statement Though informally, they said that they were surprised by what some of the uh, companies are saying or that are rumored to be saying uh, that they did not instruct any company to reopen any orders. But they're going to, um, as far as he was aware, rather, uh, he says, let me check for a full official response and it will re prepare a reply for you and our other groups to clear things up. So we yeah. should have something from Queen uh, relatively soon. I will say uh, I... I when this episode started, because I got this email mid-show, I was pretty disappointed that um, several emails I had sent had gone unresponded. But the fact that they responded, they're going to get us a statement, I yeah. think is pretty neat. I'm not willing to write it off just yet, but I think that's a a small um, consolation. Now, John, uh, outside of this video, you were very upset on the uh, 1-6 Kit uh, Facebook uh, page. Uh, and I'll let you kind of share your thoughts on everything yeah. uh, before I share mine. I, I don't necessarily want to bring certain people into it. Uh, look, I'll start off with this. I'm, I like to give my opinion on everything, so I accept everyone's opinion. And I get into some things that I know people are like, what is this guy talking about? But I'm going to tell you something right now. Some of the comments that I read, even after I did that... Uh, Hold on. What did he say? What's Mario uh, saying? Mario's He's on, uh... saying uh, Johnny, which is the gentleman that I spoke with today, is on uh, Joao's stream saying it was the resellers that opened the orders back up. The China orders from NR are still closed. So the okay, so in. from what I heard, so I'm going to address that because I heard, I spoke to some people as well and I heard differently. So I'm going to get to that. My first thing is the, the, the comments after I did that video, the comments that I've read in the community were just like, wow. Are you serious? Like, did you just not watch what I was explaining? It's not that I'm an elitist collector. It's not that I don't want other collectors to be able to get it. It's not that. It's the fact that, and I use the word forced because we were forced. Okay. If you wanted the Joker, the deluxe Joker, if you wanted that figure, it's stated three day window only after the three days, it'll be removed. Which, if we want to pull up Webster's Dictionary, means I was forced, if I wanted that deluxe, to order within the three-day window. So don't come at me saying, you're not forced, this and that, blah, blah, blah. baloney, you were forced. It was a, a cash grab. Okay, that's number one. Second, the comments were, holy Matt, you're an elitist, you're uh, selfish, that, that, that. What are you talking about, buddy? If I put my money down... And I'm not just speaking on my behalf either. I'm speaking for other collectors because people have reached out to me. Oh, I had to sell this figure and to get the deposit or this and that. 
guess what? I only put a hundred bucks down, so I'm fine. The point here is how about the guys who paid in full or the guys who put 200 bucks down, 20% down and had to pull strings to make that money. It's none of your business, whether or not, well, if you can't afford a figure, you shouldn't buy it. That's none of your business. The business here is the company put out a statement. We followed the statement, but the company didn't follow the statement. So now I was squeezed to make that money. Great. All these collectors get the accessibility to the figure. Now that's fine. But how about the stress that I went through? And I'm not, when I say I am saying the people that essentially had to be stressed in the community, where did my, where does, uh, where do I get compensated for that? Like, how is that treating the collector? From what I heard, there's been rumors, this and that, that this company uh, didn't follow proper protocol. That company didn't, from what I heard, it was queen new queen. So these resellers can order directly from queen open order still directly from queen. And the only difference is it's only for international purchasers for China. It's shut down in China. They can't the any, anybody purchasing from China. They cannot. It's only for the international buyers that queen is accepting the orders from these resellers. That's what I heard from a source. Does that make sense? Not necessarily considering, considering technically internationally, we shouldn't even be able to get these, but I've also heard people in the community saying the handcuffs, well, you know, you order the, the, you order the first round, you're going to get the exclusive handcuffs. No, you're not. If you order today, you're apparently going to get the handcuffs as well. There was no, there's, there's no excuse for this. There's no excuse for this. The other thing that I'm upset about, okay, is the fact that Hong Kong, Queens in Hong Kong, right? So they're ahead of us by a business day or whatever. How many, uh, Queen came out when they were soliciting this figure and in art, we're going to have a two-way open communication. You know, we're going to be so communicate, uh, communicative with you guys. No problem. They made it seem like they were the, the company to invest in. Buddy, we're in like three, how many days has it been? Two, three days? Everybody's been on a rampage. Uh, I know at least uh, six other streamers and resellers that have been messaging Queen. N they haven't been getting back to anybody. And three days in and John's messaging you saying, well, I'm going to take it to the higher ups and still get a response for you. Buddy, you should have been, you were well aware that these resellers, if you, if Queen had no involvement in this, you're well aware that these resellers are putting the item back up to market. You should have been out the next business day saying, hey guys, this is just to let you know. We have nothing to do with this. This is just the resellers. I think it's a crock of baloney. I think they have a lot of potential with the product that they're putting out, but so far customer service wise, and this stunt that they're pulling, they got to nip it in the butt now because this is the same shit hot toys will pulls and they're supposed to be different. I don't want to be seeing this shit with other pre-orders or else it's not worth it. John, one last you, thing, one last thing, cause I know I'm going on a rant down. This is, this is chatter that matters, guys. Meat on the bone, John. No, I'm joking. Yeah, I'm John. sorry. I know. I'm being very selfish. No, uh, no I feel no, like no. queen you, right now. Okay. I love it. I love it. Secondly, I fucking sick and tired of hearing this elitist shit. What I collect... Oh, two things. This elitist shit. What I collect is no one's business. The way I collect is no one's business. Number one. Number two. What was I going to say? Fuck. I'll go back to this. 
the way I collect is no one's business. If I want to buy a figure because there's only three of them made, or I want to be selfish and make sure I have a limit, that's no one's fucking business. That's my prerogative. That has nothing to do with this situation. This situation, and why I was getting upset was, I think people, because they had to go through a stressful situation, and it was altered, the pre-order was altered, they should be able to get their NRD back. That was it. Yeah, I do like that. I'm paying a grand. 1200 by the time that figure gets to me i'm paying 1200 damn right that thing should be a little limited you know they're putting out three versions the basic version the sculpted version and the deluxe version you're painting this picture that the deluxe version is oh my god viper is fucking going in there and pinning every thread of hair to over six thousand orders you're painting this beautiful picture and then you pull a stunt like this yeah i went with the most expensive one because you would figure that would be a limited they they made it they didn't number it but they give it. A, they gave it a limited time frame. So, I'm. A, I like to collect for exclusivity. I'm gonna go with that. They're giving me that option. Don't be telling me I'm selfish. Or I had guys tell me you should fucking collect watches, buddy. You should go outside and fly a kite in a thunderstorm. Like you stupid comments. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, Dave says, uh, going along with Econ, I'm pretty pissed on the quarter scale Joker. I pre-ordered it because I expected it to be done by Viper and not his team. Oh. Uh, uh, and he also, uh, T-Rexler adds, Viper isn't doing 6,000 Jokers. Remember, that's 6,000 two-packs. That's 12,000 Jokers, potentially. Um, John, let me ask you this. Not that it particularly matters, but uh, I know you you were kind of take a wait-and-see approach as to whether you canceled your order, and, and Kit, in all fairness, did reach out to you as well. Um, was there any resolution with that, or was it just a touch base? I st I'm still holding the order. I spoke to Kit. He reached out to me personally. Nice guy. I don't know if he's fluffing my feathers because I fucking put a comment in and in 11 minutes there was 130 comments. So I don't know if he's fluffing my feathers because he shut the, he went in and right after our conversation and shut the comments off. Seems like a nice guy. When I want a queen product, I'll go through him because he's kind of like, I don't know, he seems reputable to me from what I hear people in the community and so forth. And the fact that he actually interacts seems reputable so far. I even told him, hey. If everything goes well here and I don't see no bullshit, I'll do an unboxing. I'm going to do the unboxing on the show and I'll mention, but if there's funny business here, I'll fucking rake you through the leaves here. I, I'm holding it so far. It's only 90 bucks. So I want to see, I want to see what the resolution of this is going to be. I want to see what bullshit's going to hit the fan. Now Queen's blaming the resellers, but the resellers are saying it's Queen. I want to see how this is going to pan out. My argument here was for the NRD. If I want to cancel, I should be able to cancel and get my NRD back. End of story. That's it. I didn't appreciate the way he, uh, he could be a good guy. But then after he started talking, well, you know, I only ask for 10% of the NRD, but when I buy from Queen, I put 20. Well, guess what? But when you put for 10, you're going to get more customers. You're going to get the customer who wants to put the less NRD. So then there were threats. Oh, well, in the future, I'll increase the nrd buddy you do whatever you want to do to run your business that's fine everybody's entitled to but your clientele you got to see the you got to look at the clientele and who's buying from you and so forth i don't want to know sugarcoating at the end of the day this was mishandled and we need an answer that's it uh dj says usually john does have an elitist attitude and we clown on him in good faith but this isn't this ain't that john is 100 percent right in terms of artificially making people pay and stress about uh not being able to get it uh, can you explain to me movie. elitist can you explain to me the elitist can you explain I, to me? i think sometimes you do have a if i can get this and i and that's fine like i 
there's I, I enjoy owning a limited product as well. Anybody who um, sits on a panel in a chat and doesn't admit that to a certain extent, oh, to a certain I extent, a hundred percent. But I think sometimes you do take it a bit extreme. Yeah. And my problem, the reason why I say you're an elitist and I kind of joke about it with you is when there's things that are truly limited, like you were complaining, like, man, I can't get this Darth Maul first Cad Bane. And it's like, well, that's a really, a but I love the hunt product. You love the hunt, but you were, you were kind of complaining that it was hard to get. That's kind of where I Josh with you. But aside from that, I, I do my think, I do think that, uh, you're 100% right. I think there was a breach of, of this this uh, contract, whether formally or socially, that, hey, this is the price. This is when you have to order it by. If you don't order it by then, you're getting uh, secondhand pricing. You might have to pay double, triple, etc. Um, to me, this would be no less than if, if Hasbro Pulse tomorrow put up the Razor Crest up for uh, pre-order, right? This this exact same yeah, thing. You, you set a date, and that is the date where, um, you know, you either got it or you don't. Um, for whatever reason why, uh, John, you mentioned a few times sources. We've heard many sources that said this was from Queen. Uh, John from Queen himself is saying that um, this was not approved by them and, and uh, 60-hour views uh, comments as well. Uh, John from QS just said on Joao's stream that QS's window was only three days. The resellers have put the figure back up. Not approved. But then, Zach, if, then if Queen... that's the case, then why don't they come out and say, like, exactly. hey, you know, we're not taking this anymore. We had a yeah. three-day window. You're, and, and if that's, that's the case... That we, that's something that we talked about last week, I believe, John, when, when we were talking about the window. It's like, hey, yeah. you know, if, if Joe Schmo orders 10,000 units... But in three days he sells, you know, uh, not ten thousand. Then he can put that up as long as he wants. But the fact that it's sold out everywhere, and then all of a sudden, uh, in the midnight hour, came back up for pre-order almost everywhere within a few hours, uh, to me doesn't sit right. Some of the sources that we've heard uh, said that this was due to Queen uh, not hitting you, a particular sales goal. Uh, and I just, for full transparency, I want to read the uh, email that we sent to Queen uh, just so uh, everyone can kind of, we can all be on the same page as to what we would be getting response if, from. If, if that's the case, then Queen needs to really reevaluate who they're doing business with then. If I the resellers. Agree. Yeah. So I, I sent them, I sent this email to John as well as Queen Studio official. Uh, page. I said, my name is Zach. I'm the host of Collecting Weekly Podcast. We've covered your new in-art Joker quite extensively these past few weeks, and we're hoping to get a statement from you guys in regards to the pre-orders opening back up for the Rooted Hair Joker 2-pack. There are some retailers who are stating that this was done by the direction of your company, perhaps to hit a specific sales goal, which we have heard from more than one source, and I'm hoping we can clarify the following before our Tuesday night show. Uh, I know over the last few weeks much has been made about the availability of Queen Studios for questions such as these, and I hope that we're able to get a response uh, soon. One, was there an addition size goal for the Rooted 2-pack Joker? If so, what was it? Two, were these orders opened back up at the direction of Queen Studios? If so, why? Three, does Queen Studios have any response to those who felt pressured to make a decision on a high-end collectible, even possibly selling parts of their own collection to fund a deposit, only to have to go back up for order on many distributors, uh, distributor sites after the three-day window has passed? Four, when the, when uh, the second round of when will the second round of orders close and when it closes will this be closed for good uh, so we should have a statement hopefully at some point uh, they just mentioned they were surprised by some of this but um, I think Jean, yeah, but, if you guys want to check out his but, channel I think he has John on the line um, live yeah. so that's but Zach like why are we sugarcoating crap here 
he's fucking te- sorry again. He's telling you, oh, we're gonna get you a oh, full I'm statement. Not, I'm not sugar, but he's on. At all, he, but he's, he's on. Not he's on another CEO. stream right now, confirming all the details. What the fuck yeah, is that? Yeah, we didn't. We didn't invite him to our stream. We, we don't have to invite him, but he, he he clearly has authorization to give out details. I mean, this this yeah. message was sent about an hour ago, so I don't know when he hopped on Joan's stream, but I will say this. We have a response. They're working on a formal statement for us. You know, that's better than just not having a response. There's been plenty of times, probably no less than a dozen times in three years I've emailed uh, Hot Toys for a statement, probably uh, the same number of times for Sideshow through their Sideshow uh, media relations platform that, you can, that anyone can reach out for a, a statement. And I've never even gotten an email back. So for me, John, I know that you, this isn't the, the answer that you wanted today right now, but this is, you know, I've been doing this long enough where this is the most, maybe except for like a Jazz Inc. Diorama, someone where I can message him directly personally. This is the closest we've gotten to actually having anything from anyone. So uh, I was I was impressed that they even read the email, to be honest. Um, what's their name was pretty good while they were still in business. Uh, Chronicle, Chronicle, yeah. yeah, they were great. She's yeah. really but open. I'm, I'm, I'm with John 100. percent I also like what Marco said, where if this wasn't y'all and this was a third party putting the thing back up, wh- why even need a statement, like a formal statement, to say like, yo, this wasn't us? It makes no sense at all. I think they didn't meet some kind of sales quota. And they were like, fuck it, put it back up and see if people care. And now that people care, they're like, oh, fuck, we got caught with our pants down. That's just but what it seems like pulls to it me. Down. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. You know, wait for the response. But it, it's, it seems a little fishy. And Dean, that's, that's exactly why it's so important that John make that video and that we talk about it here. Because if oh, 100%. you get them off the hook, right, then they'll keep doing this stuff. Exactly. If we just shrug it off. Yeah. This is kind of like, I want to say it was prime one. They came out with a Batman bust, and you know Prime One statues are limited. You're paying for the the exclusivity, right? The elitistness of it all. And they re-released that statue, same sculpt, same everything, but they just changed the paint a little bit. And people are like, "Okay, that's you know that's not that cool." And then they did it again. And I think they ended up doing it like four times. It was the exact same fucking statue. They just changed the paint a little bit. And it's like, that's not, that's not the agreement I paid when I bought you, bought your thing. You know, you, you gave me three days. I have three days to buy this fucking thing. Like John said, forced. If you want it, you got three days. Or it was two pay. sleepless nights for me, bro. <laughs> I was tossing and turning thinking about this thing. It's not an insignificant amount of money. Fifteen hundred bucks is a lot of money. A not lot only of on collectibles, still. on fucking anything, right? I mean, you could buy a really nice PC for that kind of money. You could buy a fucking. There's a lot of shit you can spend fifteen hundred bucks on, right? It's like I. Same thing with Prime One. I bought this statue because this was supposed. This was it, and now you're giving it out all over again. To a bunch of other people this it's the same thing it's like i made the decision in three days to give you my money you know maybe it's a 100 bucks maybe you paid it in full and now joe schmo can just you know go get it you know 
without any pressure at all. I sold some of my shit to for this. Now, Zach is correct. If it is a third party thing, you know, they have every right to sell what they paid for. And that is not Queen Studios fault. But if it's not, then why don't you just come out and say that right away? Like, this wasn't us. We don't know what this is. But on multiple sources, we have people saying, no, this was direct from Queen Studios to put it back up. So, okay. And that's exactly the thing, right, Dean? It's the communication. It's just been too murky for what they're promising, this open, this transparency. Maybe that's why Hot Toys is yeah, the same. Yeah, I was just going to say. It's like, fuck it. We're just going to do what we're going to do. There's a reason Hot Toys does savage. You know what a savage is? He's in the big branded chat right now demanding that they pull this shit down tomorrow. What a legend, bro. I've got a great analogy, right? Like, if you're, okay, you got a new girl. You meet her her folks for the first time. Her pop says, have her back by 9 you don't bring her back by 901. You get her back by 850, right? Like they're trying to make an impression on us. And right. by, you know, having this misstep this early in the game, it's like you're never going to see this. You're bringing the girl, girl back again. the next day. Oh, with man. A, yeah. With a belly pretty much. Full of eggs and your sperm. <laughs> yeah. And you don't even text wow. her dad. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 it's really, it's, it's bummed. Also, to touch on the whole thing where people call John an elitist, I think if you're in this hobby, a little bit of you is an elitist, right? Like, if you collect Hot Toys, you look at Marvel Legends collectors, you're like, what a new. That's how right? statue collectors look at us. I think I, I, I like I like referring to collecting or like the elitist attitude is the joke. Whereas there's there's two people in the world, people who admit to peeing in the shower and fucking liars. Like, if you don't, if you're not a little bit of an elitist in the collecting community, you might collect statues and you look at Hot Toys collectors like, man, that's chump change. I'm a fucking statue collector. Or, you know, maybe you collect cars. You look at statue collectors like, man, I fucking, I collect automobiles. Like, statue money ain't shit. You know, like, everybody feels a little more elite, elitist to the guy next to them. So, you know what's, you know what's funny? John, I like, love you and I accept you. Should and, we send John, John the link from Queen Studios? <laughs> yeah, send him the link. Get him here. Yeah. Let's, Please? Let's bring him over here. And, and John, I know, like, you and I agree on this topic, but for, like, different reasons, right? You're in it for the exclusive, exclusivity. And I was, I got into it because I wanted a cool figure and I was put in a time box. But at the end of the day, we agree this is wrong. Um, and, and I just have to say, like, part of me was excited for the exclusivity. I won't even lie. Like Dean's saying, like, you got to admit, like, hot off the razor crest. Yeah. Like, oh, it's kind of cool to have, like, a, a little limited enticing. Piece. Yeah, Ooh. it's like, kind, of, kind of interesting. Like, it made it a, a little sexier yeah. to me. So Mario hit this on the head. Mario is hit this on the fuck. I just said this in Big Bretta's chat. I was sorry. I zoned out for a second. Because everyone now you is like really saying, blame the resellers. If the resellers okay, are saying out, it was Queen. Before, hang on, John. Hold on. Before you, you continue with that, if this guy comes on, have a little bit of tact. I'll have okay. a little respect. Say, look, you mother. Okay. No, I'm kidding. Okay. If the <laughs> Go ahead I want my NRD back. If the resellers are saying it was Queen, decision to reopen it, then not, why not show the, the community the order to do so? As of now, it's kind of what he said, she said. Exactly. Yeah. And Queen, now, Queen's blaming the resellers. The resellers are blaming Queen. Who the fuck do we believe? Who do we believe? You're coming out, you're coming on, and you're coming on a live stream, and you're you're telling us we're going to give you an official statement. Buddy, don't show your face then. That's an, You're embarrassing the collector. You're spitting in the collector. Come out when you have an answer. Don't buy yourself time. This is buying time. It's either you were involved or you weren't. If your resellers are lying to your customers about you and your product, bro, 
you need to cut that reseller at the knees right there because but that's then, the thing that's not just one reseller saying it it's multiple. exactly exactly so like exactly. It, like like marco said it's like well if this was if this really was a, a retailer thing just come out and say it but they can't just come out and say it because there's probably a fucking paper trail where these where these retailers are going to be like oh you're going to fucking blame us here we go here's the email you sent us yeah. we may have to get him on tomorrow uh on after dark but uh he said he's, he's down to come on just not right now i think he might have to get that statement i think he wants yeah, to he knows i'm on first. Okay, i'll show yeah, up tomorrow. probably <laughs> i'll show up tomorrow i'll show up tomorrow um but you know again like like john said or marius it's all he said she said we don't know it's all so, speculative if it was though something where the resellers were just buying you know as much as they wanted and putting it back up because i'm sure it was like a timed window thing on their, a lot of their websites that's probably why it shuts down and why it gets fired back up if that's the case so if they do no. that john no like so, outside of you, commu- no hold on shut up for a second so <laughs> like the Sorry. love it Dylan. so like the if pull that, the pull rank, if, Dylan. if the communication doesn't like take that out of the picture but if that's the case john does that bother you yeah so this wasn't a computer thing where it went down and then came back up because it was two days later three days later after it went down and we got personal emails saying hey guess what now we can put this back up regardless of whether i get what you're saying dylan i still be, get bothered because the reseller uh, resellers still advocated the three-day window if you're if you know if you're a reseller and you know that you ordered more don't put the three-day window keep it open then right don't put the th- don't advertise the three-day window like spec i don't know if spec put the three-day window but they never pulled it down these resellers pulled it down and then put it back don't pull it down keep it there so no i'm saying i i work with like e-commerce companies a lot and there's timers on a listing that they will have to do in certain aspects to keep from overselling or if there's a window to not do it and then it has to be a separate listing later on now like maybe could have they maybe done that like five minutes right afterwards maybe but i'm saying like that was probably a time thing to make sure that they had an understanding of the amount that of what to get on what's ordered like how much they're gonna they expect of what's so already stip, pre-ordered so how stip, much to order over that because this isn't new for figures small this happens all the time with like p bandai exclusive with big bad toy store they do this all the time with like mesco's exclusives sh figure arts all of that yeah, like that's not gonna come talking about a huge massive price difference and i think a totally different ballgame i know what I you're saying but I it's think, the same concept. i think sideshow does the same thing take that elitist but, mindset out and but it, and i'm not gonna the take the I'm elitist mindset I, okay fucking relax let's <laughs> shush t- him again, down Dylan, shush let him me again. rip you another asshole now wow the how sideshow does it they set those timers they send a, a they set a certain ceiling when that ceiling hits it goes to wait list and then you'll see, let's say on a Friday, it goes to waitlist. You'll see a Monday go back up. This company advertised three days. Say, okay, we're going to do a three-day window. If we don't meet our pre-orders, then we're going to re-put, re, replace it on the website for order so that at least we know. Don't say, hey, it's only a three-day window. If you don't order in three days, you'll never get the deluxe again. And then put it up. Tell us. Say, hey, here's a three-day window so that we, if we don't hit our pre-orders, we'll put it back on the site available. Is that not fair? 
Yeah, like, they could have definitely said, you know, if you want your guaranteed order now, order now. Otherwise, like, whatever we have left over, we'll put up. But that's not, like, a normal business practice for anything, really. There was something underhanded about it, though, Dylan, because I listened to all the streams that John was on, and he was on one that was in Spanish, right? There was a translator on there, so I was able to watch, and I didn't need Gigi for it. But he said, you know, the cutoff's going to be the 20th for retailers to place their order. But, you know, from ordering from us, it, it is the three-day window. So that was confusing to me at the time, but it makes a lot more sense now that, you know, it was going to be open for them to, to place these additional orders. But, um, you know, where I ordered from, it said, it's here's the cutoff. It was black and white. And, you know, Queen never did anything to dissuade the or to clear up that inconsistency. So I'm going to make well, one last have... statement about this. One last statement, then I'm going to bury it. You know what Queen's scapegoat's going to be? We never put it back up on our site. <laughs> so now it looks, on on website, on paper, it looks like, okay, Queen didn't do anything wrong because Queen never physically put it back on their site. It was the resellers. So they can have a scapegoat now. We don't know what's going to happen. But I call I call baloney. I think you're right, Marco. At, Dylan, I get what you're rate, saying. And but, the relationship any, of... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Good. No, go ahead, Dylan. I'm gonna I'm gonna end cap this when you're done. The the reseller like relationship with Queen Studios that's like a partnership. They have to stay somewhat cordial. And yeah, they're blaming each other right now, but they don't want to burn bridges, John. That's not that's gonna lose everyone a lot of money. So like that's not. It's easier for us to just sit here and say can their ass get rid of them, like when you're not in the company and you oh, don't know okay. what they bring in. So no, upset the customers better. I'm not saying that I'm, I'm saying from that, I think then it's pro like if, if that's your gripe, then it for sure is on the reseller. I don't think that's queen's responsibility to say it's a three day window and leave it at that. And then if the reseller had it, if, if this is how they're saying now to where it was the resellers, I like who bought more and then reopened it back up, then yeah, then that's pure on the resellers. I don't think Queen has any sort of responsibility there. I, I personally, for opinion. me, I don't think that's what happened, but each to their own. I mean, if that's, but Queen should though. If Steven's collectibles tomorrow, and he would never do this, I'm using this purely as an example, said, hey, all Hot Toys buy one, get one free, Sideshow would be phoning his ass up real quick about breaching contracts and breaching terms of, of, of the ability. For to God's sakes, so. Jazz Inc. did it. It was like a fucking 911 911 whoa, blaze whoa. fire. Whoa! It was like a 911 blaze fire. John, you can't ever say that again. Jesus what? Christ. You said 911, bro. No, but How I was saying like a 911. No, that's a sensitive subject, John. How dare okay, you? I don't mean the the, the uh, event. I mean like you, a John. We're going to we're You're not even oh. American. You can't talk like wow. that. Wow. I'm going to I'm going to play this <laughs> clip. Hours from now. If they're not convinced, I'm not convinced. I shut you down, John. Jesus. Jesus. They shut me down, guys. And guess what? Down, You're John. coming with me. You're fucking coming with me. Legitimately frustrated. Look at the the look in his face when he realized he said 9/11 was classic. I pulled that back. Fucking real. I got to the 9/11 and I'm like, fuck. John was like, John went fucking Speed Force Flash, dude. We uh. At any rate, I just have to say this to Queen: no more lies, right? You know, you put Jesus. up this thing with the Joker, Spoilers, and then and then things get pulled back, and then the quarter scale statue, and things get pulled back. 
you know, you're already doing better in a lot of ways by Hot Toys by being this open, but, you know, it's got to be a consistent message. And uh, we did confirm with John from Queen Studios for tomorrow's After Dark at 1030. Oh, uh, be sure to tune in live for um, uh, for that tomorrow. I think for the Patreonies, we'll probably put up uh, something in, in the uh, Patreon feed, or if you guys have any questions for Queen, we can ask them directly. If you're a Patreon member, we can... Uh, maybe maybe ask some of those questions in addition to the clarification that we're going to get hopefully tomorrow. Um, this was John's video. We already went over the comments, but it was, uh, well, it was quite, handsome devil. quite viral. I don't know why you look like 20 years younger in this video. It's weird. It's like you had a baby baby face filter or something on, on Instagram or Snapchat. Uh, <laughs> in, in other company news, looks like Queen's not the only one getting the shit this week. Uh, Toys Wonderland put an official statement. We talked about it, I think, two or three weeks ago about the um, one six scale Batwing by Jazz Inc. Dioramas. It has been brought to our attention that due to a recent incident regarding the sale of Jazz Inc. Dioramas Bat, Batwing one six scale collectible vehicle contra wow, Jesus Christ, controversial uh, arguments concerning whether we were selling official Jazz Inc. collectibles were brought up. The Batwing one six scale collectible vehicle in question was supplied by an official distributor of Jazz Inc. to Toys Wonderland without the consent of Jazz Inc. and Warner DC. The distributor account was terminated as a result. The above incident was caused by our miscommunication with Jazz Inc. Dioramas. This was purely a misunderstanding. We have contacted Jazz Inc. Dioramas for this matter, and we are pleased to announce that this matter has been resolved. At Toys Wonderland, we always strive to provide customers with great varieties of top quality and the latest collectibles. Selling goods without official authorization is definitely something we do not condone, which I think is quite ironic because uh, Sanctum Sanctorum is literally all unlicensed figures. Um, we hope this statement clarifies the situation and we look forward to working with more exciting companies in the future. Jazz Inc. did also put out a counter statement uh, as well this morning. He said, upon further review, Toys Wonderland have been in contact with a supplier we are in talks with to discuss an Asian dis distributorship. Apparently, through miscommunication and enthusiasm, Toys Wonderland had put up the 1989 Batwing for pre-order, even though our potential supplier had not yet asked for our approval. Therefore, I was caught unaware and to make a statement after dozens and dozens of worried messages from clients. Given these facts, Toys Wonderland did not act in bad faith. We will not pursue a supplier relationship with Toys Wonderland, which is why the product page has been taken down by TW. I hope this resolves any issues or question, uh, Yoast from Jazz and Dioramas. So, uh... I don't really know if there's anything more that needs to be said about that. It's just a quick update. Um, and let's, uh, what are you talking about? There's tons to say about that. Okay, don't, you want to unpack it. You're a professional. I'm not going to say anything too much. You're a professional. Keep the, don't get, don't put the horse ahead of the thing. What do you say? The horse ahead Kurt? of the cart. Don't put the, cart say, don't put the horse horses. ahead of the kettle. Don't We're put the nine tea. in front of the 11, bro. Never. Wow. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, uh, Worry about yourself. They did it with the Hot Toys with the with the Batmobile. Oh no, Hot Toys doesn't have no license. Da, 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 da. They retracted that one, buddy. Focus on your product. Focus on your family. Get it out. Don't jump to conclusions. Don't jump straight to Facebook and make posts. Look, see how Queen's doing it. They're trying to hide bullshit under a carpet. Think. I was take gonna notes. say this is the op. This is what you wanted them to do. The, he made a comment on behalf because of issues with the reseller. And now you're criticizing him for what? No, no. For I'm, essentially coming out with a something afterwards. First and of then, all, first of all, uh, his comparison in company to Queen is not even, not even I mean, on the same spectrum. That's irrelevant. Media it's wise, the same scenario. Media wise, he's jumping straight to conclusions and going directly to social media. Meanwhile, this. Meanwhile, what Queen's doing is Queen's buying time. 
Queen's buying time is what they're doing. Queen doesn't have to wait this long, but he also doesn't have to go this quick. Within hours, he was already on, on, uh, on, what do you call it? Uh, what do you, what do you call on Facebook? All right. Dylan, Dylan, you can, you can sit there and laugh, Dylan, but no, you want to say, I'm complaining that he's too quick and this one's too slow. It's completely two different situations. Completely two different. So what do you, what are you saying? That queen's walking on eggshells to make sure that everything's done right? I'm and, saying and I don't very know careful. how to make you happy, John. Okay. I just you want to make you happy. It's not your job to make me happy. Focus on the show. That'll make me happy. Motherfucker, you were commenting in another live chat. How dare you I'm sorry. Call it, comment till like that? He was writing paragraphs. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Holy shit. All right. Well, let's but you couldn't tell. One. Nobody in the nobody on the show can tell. It's absolutely seamless. Oh, I could you tell. I saw you. I saw you like. Of course, because you were there. You flipped. I saw the little vein in your fucking. Yeah, how do you know he was commenting in another chat? Exactly. He was there. He made a comment. Hey, did you notice me skipping out? They were saying, hey, he's answering the question right now. So I was like, fuck, let me go in there, bro. Meanwhile, John was furiously typing away. Dylan, no disrespect at all for you, man. Um, I I know what you're saying, but I don't know. I hold them. I I look at the situations differently. That's all. Because he, he, you got to understand in this situation, Yost jumped down Toys Wonderland's neck right away. Boom, 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 jumped down their neck. This situation is a little bit different. Right? That's all. That's all I'm saying. I love how on the show I said I will, you know, get some questions for John. And all none of the questions are figure-related, you motherfuckers. We need figure questions, not ass or tits or That's a do very you wipe standing question. up or sitting down. We're not going to let you all ask any questions now. That you, you just fucking pulled the rug right under it. You squandered uh, your opportunity. You squandered. You guys had, had limited access. Um, I did. I don't think I read this comment, but I want to read one more comment. Oh, here we go. Uh, before we do. Uh, Jesus Christ, could Facebook be loading any slower? Um, let, me, let me go to backup here. Uh, here we go. So we put up a post on Auxiliary to see if anyone had any feedback or stuff about these issues. Uh, Seamus says each company has its own issues. Sideshow has uh, Sideshow with its quality. Queen Studios has harmed its reputation with some collectors early. And Hot Toys has a huge pre-order list pending for release, just to name a few for discussion. So definitely some great feedback there. Hopefully we'll be opening up these uh, weekly, uh, you know, if you have anything to say, we'll read it on air type of posts. Um, and yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wow, Obi-Wan Kenobi uh, is being pushed back by two days. Uh, But I guess as a consolation, they're giving us two uh, full episodes on launch date. So the new launch date is May 27th, uh, and I guess episode one and two are dropping at the same time. Um, Does anyone know why that's happening? Two days seems like such an insignificant... Right? uh, (laughs) Everybody was happy because it was an anniversary date. Celebration, or yeah, I guess an anniversary is kind of a weird thing to overlook. Yeah, it seems like a weird, like, just two days. Usually it's, you know, two months or, you know, next yeah. year. Just be grateful days. it's not Christmas. Dylan, did you see all the iLadies comments that we were getting? The what? The iLadies comments we were getting? No. Oh, okay. They were quite graphic. <laughs> um, <laughs> Where was this at? Yeah, we were blocking them from all the iLadies. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I did see some of some of them. I got uh, Gigi, by the way, asked if this is a an F- NFT, 
Peps could make millions, probably. No, they that. really could. Probably should be. Zach, I'm disappointed you didn't follow up with that lead. Uh, well, he that. didn't give it to me. He didn't give it to me. I served Is, it up on a platter. The, were the eye ladies the ones you blocked? Yes. Oh, I'm surprised he didn't block the Tugma. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that you was good. I <laughs> ladies balls on your face, Dylan. So much. You couldn't have just given it to me, Dylan. Uh, anyways, so the, those episodes are dropping, and uh, I don't really care. Uh, Moon Knight, episode one, John picked as the movie slash show of the week. Um, Stephen Grant learns that he may be a superhero, but may also share a body with a ruthless mercenary. Uh, episode Jesus Christ. All the eye ladies right here. Look at this webcam. Wake up, GG. You got a wrench for a reason. Handle yourself. Yeah, we gave GG a wrench. Let's see how long it takes for this. I feel like we gave her a wrench and these started popping up. What the hell's going on, Marco? (laughs) Anyways. Is that how uh, you afforded the Razor Quest? (laughs) Razor Quest. What are you guys doing in your spare time? It's actually... (laughs) It's just me, though, playing with my Razor Quest. (laughs) First off, whoever blocked that, well done. Okay, let's get back on, on track here. Um, A lot had been said about the i guess the accent and i didn't feel that it was bad i thought uh oscar isaac played this role wonderfully there's uh and i guess like we'll we'll try to remain relatively spoiler free but there's moments where he's kind of uh almost playing two different characters and the difference is incredible I thought the 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 plot, you know, it's kind of you get your dip in the toe. You don't really know a lot yet, which is understandable. Uh, but this this was uh, a great way to kick off. Um, I think this is like a six episode run. Uh, this isn't really a huge spoiler, but two things that I really enjoyed about this. Uh, one, there's a phone in this photo, and the phone's plugged into a charger. I hate when movies have like this, like hidden MacGuffin that's somehow been there for years and it's like a phone with like full battery and it's just been there for like however long. And it, like, I, I, I appreciated that it had a charger and maybe very, very minor spoilers, but what a tragedy that girl you're supposed to go on a date with had a fucking dump truck, dude. And she was fucking bad. stood her up, dude. She was bad. As fuck. <laughs> dude, when she turned around, yeah. I was like, God damn, dumps you know, like a truck. You know what makes that scene worse? Is he legit? Tried to be there. He was. He dressed like, up and everything. <laughs> yeah, he went. He just got the day wrong. Uh, he was yeah, ready to I, eat some meat. Right, dude. I was ready to eat some meat, dude. My gosh, the <laughs> whole ass breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Holy shit! Hungry, oh dude. my god. Um, what did y'all think of? I'm very excited to watch the the rest of this series. I mean, I I, I said it earlier. I don't particularly know that much about uh, Moon Knight. Uh, uh, one one thing I will say, uh, and then I'll, I'll hand over my airtime. Uh, I said it when we talked last, I think it was last week, actually. I appreciate when things in shows link to other things. So you can enjoy the show outside of the show. In one of the scenes, there's a QR code next to a, a museum display. And if you scan that QR code, it brings you to a free uh, Moon Knight comic, which I believe uh, this show or perhaps this episode was inspired by, and I, I think that's such a clever, clever bit of marketing. Um, I I just thought that was, I thought that was special. Uh, what do you think about it, Dean? Yeah, uh, I'm with you. I know nothing about Moon Knight. I don't even know who his secret identity is. Um, so this show was just kind of like an entry into the character 
Um, and you kind of just get chucked into the middle of it. It's not like he discovers some kind of artifact and all of a sudden he's a superhero. It's like he's kind of going through, has been going through a bunch of shit already. And so you're kind of playing catch up with him. Um, and I mean, really up until like the last like 10 seconds of the episode, kind of don't know what the fuck is going on. Uh, it's bloody. Uh, I don't know about gritty, but it's definitely a change of pace from what we're used to. Um, and I'm here for it. I so far have enjoyed it. Uh, the accent was way better than I thought it was going to be. It's just like, I don't know. I, I don't a hundred percent buy Oscar Isaac. Maybe it's just How cause like, I'm you. so used to him not being British that, you know, he but, did so good. No, I'm, I'm not saying I, he did. I he love, did. he has such a range like in, um, what is it? Ex Machina or whatever the, yeah, that movie is great. Fucking great in that movie. Great as Poe. Great as, um, this guy. And I don't even know what the fuck his name is, but I mean, dude, what a, and there's so many questions. I can't even talk about it cause of spoilers. Um, before, uh, John goes, Dylan, I know you wanted to do a spoiler stream for this oh, yeah. one. Is that still happening? Done, yeah. I kind of, I want to do one Thursday night. Um, oh, your boy. and then we can, we can kind of break down both one and two episodes, one and two, but yeah, yeah I am a huge moon Knight fan. Of course. I, I mentioned earlier and it looks like they're on the right path with it. It, they're doing something fresh. I don't think they're super... Because it's really the only comics I've read. Uh, almost everything there is. Apart from some of the first few appearances where he came from. But that's not a huge character building thing for him. But um, they're doing something fresh with them, new. Which is not new for the MCU, which I like. But I think the whole accent thing will clear itself up as well. I don't know. Yeah, like... I don't want to get too much into spoilers because I think there's a lot of explanation for things that I think people are might pick up on later on that I do like they're making it complex. I, I like that they're really making him a character that struggles because he does a lot in the comics. Um, it's he's, he's a different, different guy. I know a lot of people say that, uh, he's like Marvel's Batman, which is what he was like kind of made after, but as a hero part, his actual like, um, characters, like the, when he's not the hero, that's completely different than Batman. That's what I like. That is fresh. He, he has some real struggles there and we'll get into that. I think in this, in the spoiler stream, but yeah, it's, it's really cool. Uh, the suit really like the suit. I was worried I wouldn't like it. I didn't watch the trailers leading up to this because someone said that this they showed it showed it at the end. Um, but I think there's a little bit too much gold in it. I said to Sean and Eddie that was my one gripe, but at the same time, it it's really visually appealing. I think overall. John, what do you think, or Marco? I I personally enjoyed the episode a lot. I'm excited. This show is nice because, you know, I, how I felt is as you're watching it, you want more. You don't want to stop. You want it to keep going. Um, nice to see Ethan Hawke, great actor. Love that scene in the park where he was kind of like, well, we're not going to get into it, but love that scene there. Um, 
the scenes throughout the movie cgi a little off like some some Good of the call. scenes with yep. on the road yeah with the bus there and so one forth that, yeah that was really bad i thought yeah. there's some pretty complex scenes but you're right it was one they are it, yeah they weren't easy but it was like yeah like a truck hit getting hit or something yeah yeah the logs and everything yeah um fun i think he's he's what's his name again isaac oscar isaac yeah oscar isaac great actor i think he's doing a great job so far I'm not as in-depth as Dylan. I don't have the knowledge that he has with the character. But uh, I've done a little bit of reading. And so far what, with what I'm reading, I can see like the, you'll, you'll figure, I'm sure they'll talk about it in the show. But when it comes to personality-wise, um, how he is between the characters, I think he's doing a great job so far. Uh, and Ethan Hawke, like I said, he's a great actor. I think the team-up's going to be great. Very promising. Yeah, I know a lot of people were calling for this one to be a movie, right? They were saying, why is this a show and not a movie? But I think it works perfectly in this format because the mystery can kind of unfold. Like John said, it yeah. keeps you wanting more. Like by the time the episode ends, I'm like, man, I'm ready for the next one. I wish it was like Kenobi where they dropped two episodes because I really could have yeah. driven, driven into another one. Um, and I do, <laughs> yeah, the first time you hear the accent that for the first trailer that dropped way back, it's like, why did they make that choice? But it's cool that they kind of explain that. So... Um, yeah, really excited to see where this goes. Everything about it was great. Like I think, um, like much like WandaVision, like this is a perfectly this is perfectly tailored for a TV show for a limited run. Um, and I think this is going to be one of their best series so far. I know small sample size, but it's really promising. And like John said, Ethan Hawke really crushed it. Like to have him as an antagonist is just mm -hmm. great. Like we're living in a great time to have these phenomenal actors uh, be in these roles, uh, playing some characters that a lot of folks love. So Zach. Who who's next on the on the line of movie picking? Um, I did want to say one thing shortly before uh, that, but it is Marco's choice. Um, Marco, you made a great point where like these six episode runs. I mean, they're basically like just longer movies, right? I think it would be great if we were able to get these as like a long form upload where you could watch like once the series has met its conclusion you could just watch all six without an intro or any sort of interruptions between each episode i think that would be fantastic oh, that'd be awesome yeah. um because i mean really like these could totally just be long form movies and you know i thought well that's the long form movie but i also watched lord of the rings extended like once a week so it's not not really anything out of the norm Heck yeah um it is marco's choice uh for movie of the week and um i'm excited to hear what you have to pick yeah, so inspired by Ethan Hawke, uh, I am choosing Training Day, which is one of my favorite movies. Well, I guess we won't go too in-depth here, but yeah, Hell Training yes. Day is one that I <laughs> have been meaning to revisit for a long time. So looking forward to chatting with you guys about that. Sweet. Boom. King Kong ain't got God, nothing on me. Where is uh, <laughs> this one streaming, Marco? It's on HBO Max. Oh, hell yeah, bro. Oh yeah, uh, so we will be uh, we'll be streaming it there, uh, uh, and uh, apparently, uh, Sean uh, S says that uh, where's the comment here? There's gonna be a big surprise in episode two. I think he had some work on the show, so that's really. I fun. just wanted Hell to say yes. real quick, Zach cut me off. I didn't even get to finish talking about Moon Knight. He was just well, like, "Oh yeah, you made a good I'll point. Shut you down, what do you Dean. think?" It's like, what the fuck? Here for my next trick. Just kidding. 
Jesus. Yeah, oh, savage. Oh, okay, Dean, go ahead, please. No, no. Everyone said a thousand it a apologies. That looks, it seems like it's going to be a good time. I've, everyone said all the stuff I was going to say. So I don't I don't mind the the show. Okay, I, I always prefer movies, but the way that Marvel's been doing their shows and actually giving closure, I don't mind. Because that's my one complaint with a lot of TV shows is they don't have proper closure, typically. Or they, you know, they they fudge or trip over the finale some sort of way. As long as we get character to the overall story and character, I, um, with I think that that's all I want. And the truth is, they build up a path for crossover, right? Like Captain America Four will be Sam Wilson's Cap. So if this is successful enough, um, um, we could definitely see a movie. So is he in the MCU or is he not? I'm confused. Apparently, this is before is. Iron Man, Iron Man the first okay. one. Okay. He's it, it's the MCU, the but phones. they I think they said I read somewhere that this will be I don't know if it's credible, I guess, but I read somewhere that this is going to be the first Marvel TV show without a character we've already seen okay. or Until with with up. a character we've already seen. So, yeah, we could see like a blade or something, but we won't see like Scarlet Witch or something. I don't know like how the, true the that Avengers is. Avengers or anything. Yeah, right. Uh Real quick, I just wanted to shout out Gigi. She she earned a blue wrench today. She was asking for it in the chat. Margo's loving it. She's Huge killing mistake. It right now. Killing it. Uh, so we're excited to uh, watch Training Day next week. And uh, yeah, let's get into some post-roll stuff. Uh, Dean, we have some sweet angels to keep the network going. Can we uh, give these fine ladies and gentlemen a shout out? These three pillars of shining excellence. They're the best people on the planet. They are. Sean Fear, Ian Seavey, Renee Mendez, Eric Mariscal, Quinnagiri, Lemur Hernandez, King Louis, Mark Pearson, 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 who are you, Sean Connery? I, I started getting ahead of to Paul Schreiber and I said, Pearson, Mark Pearson, uh, Paul Schreiber, James Colley, Equan, Chris Valencerina, Ben Thomas, Chris Letty, David Jones, Sam Gist, Daminator, Shual Britta, Sweet Sweet Danny Lee, Danny, it was not me who timed you out in the chat. Uh, I, I talked to him about it already. Oh, yeah. someone, Car- someone said ban Danny, and I was like, fuck it, let's do it for 300 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> Dee Martin, Stephen Kripp, Big Old Fern, King Zach, Susan Merriquin, Mark Phillips, Lisa Martin-Bomonsky, Rick DeGregorio, The Everyday Collector, Ricardo Valdez, Jose CZ, Erwin Azucena, The Illustrious Rainer, Alad Morgan, Tukothri, Wa, Derek... B, <laughs> I don't, I, I'm gonna need to spend a little time on that one. Carlos Saavedra, Matt Clevenger, Seth Tucker, CC3PO, Scott Smith, Dolmadon, Bola Boy, Jimmy James, Stephen Percher, Sean Usby, Scott Bradley, Steve and Maria Stanley, Eddie Manzanars, Louis Bennett, Chip Perrin, Jimmy Hernandez, GG, the wrench wielding judgmental, and Brenton Palmer. Bam, 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 guys. If you want us to make fun of your name at the end of every show, or have a cool nickname, join the Patreon. Zach, tell me about it. Thank you. Uh, well, let me get to the April benefits. Oh, first. sorry. Uh, shipping April 20th. That was actually really <laughs> that was smooth. The next I, should slide. Move, I should move the slide up. That was really <laughs> smooth. Uh, shipping April 20th, the network sticker sheet and the Jumbo sticker. Um, so those are going to be uh, a full 4 by 6 sticker sheet. You can kind of... Uh, stick your stuff wherever you want and uh, you know it's a pretty cool little sheet there first time doing it they're quite expensive so we probably won't do these very often but uh, 
they did give us a pretty good deal on them and a jumbo die cut sticker for uh the ever popular jumbo uh we also have an april shipping out for the top tier the live and let dice d20 uh, if you're a top tier Patreon for the $25 tier, this will be shipped to you free of charge if you're in the United States or at cost minus $5 if you are international. Uh, we also just got these in. These are our POG sets. So shout out to Ben Thomas uh, for uh, kind of inspiring us to uh, to do this uh, and to Paul Schreiber as well for um, uh, being able to make this happen. Uh, so these are limited to 25 sets and uh each pog can like pop out of this thing and then you can obviously place it back if you want uh but this is a really really nice set um from custompogs.com and uh we also have for the non-deluxe patreonies you'll get a random pog so you'll either get the gold collecting weekly logo chase pog which is limited to 20 or the uh yellow and white pog which is limited to 80. And we will not be reissuing these, so you'll just get one random inside your love to hear it. Uh, your package. No Queen uh, Studio foolery here. We have what if I buy tiers. like five from you? I'm just kidding. I mean, you could. <laughs> I'll send you all five yellow and whites. Uh, five dollars a month gets you stickers sent straight to your door and access to Ox After Dark replay. Uh, Fifteen dollars a month gets you the certified crispy certificate and figure fix assistance and the $25 tier is the pog deluxe set on your first pledge and doubles of all the stickers we send uh international postage about five dollars will be charged at cost uh, our youtube channel members if you want to join uh the uh whoa that's the wrong button why did that do that Nope, that's not working at all. Uh, if you want to join the YouTube channel membership, you can do so. There we go, at that link there. Uh, we got Mojo Z78, OG Fan, Absolute Irwin, uh, Bema, Test Just One, Mark Pearson, DK Avenger 702, Ben Thomas, OMFG Rick, uh, Justin Harass, Mike Oxlong, Paul Schreiber, S Beam, Andrew Gibo, Andres IB, CC3PO, Daminator, Lemur Hernandez, uh, Sam Gist, and Carlito. Thank you guys for the support there. It's 99 cents to become a channel member if you're a Patreon or $2.99 if you're a regular viewer. Get member shoutouts, loyalty badges, and special emojis. Uh, taking a look at the network, we have CW Live, OFAC, Small Talk, After Dark, Bricks and Brews, The Ringcast, Collecting Weekly Live Unboxing, Collector's Club, Pose Wars, Live and Let Dice. Um, we're putting in and outs of collecting on a, on a hiatus probably permanently for now. Um, Eddie... Um, has left the network and we wish him all the success on his new channel and so uh with eddie um and the rest of uh the founding team of inoc on i think it's just best to put that to bed for a little bit and maybe one day revive it uh with another host of the helm but club will be switching to weekly and uh that'll be our official statue uh slash comics show but uh, we got a great roster here for you guys so definitely tons of content for you to still tune into if you guys want to um, purchase any of our swag, we have stuff uploading uh, pretty frequently. You can do so at T Public. I recommend waiting for a, uh, a coupon because they do get pretty cheap when they're on sale. The link is there in the comments if you want. You and, don't have uh, the John, Blockbuster shirt listed on there, but I will be purchasing that. We do or we don't? I thought I put it up there. Oh, no, I, I said I'm not seeing it here on this list, but that's, oh. that's a banger of a shirt. Oh, yeah. In fact, let's... Let's see if we can we can show that bad boy off because shit's pretty fucking spicy. So I was so we, I was so disappointed I wasn't there for that episode because that was priceless. I was cracking up watching that replay. Oh, it crying! Was, 
Blockbuster, bro. If you want the Blockbuster tea, bro, <laughs> fucking 22 bucks. Probably never better way to spend you know what bucks. made it even better. He tripled down on it. Yeah, everybody was like, What the fuck is that? He's like, You've never heard of Blockbuster? Like, it's like, No, yeah, bitch, no I, one has. That's why that shit went out of business. They were Googling the wrong fucking name. <laughs> the lines in the phone book were like, BLU, where's the. <laughs> that shit was so good. Oh, like, he was like, like so proud like oh you guys have never heard of blockbuster it's like <laughs> they've heard of blockbuster <laughs> oh what a and then legend he was like what's this shit's called <laughs> dude oh man Holy that cow. was really funny uh <laughs> this is a must-have sam says he just bought some shirts the other day sam i actually have your poster in my house it's signed it's ready to go uh, I'll be shipping that out hopefully in the next week or so. Uh, Dean the Dream Martin came over and we did a special poster signing for you. So uh, that'll be shipping out with your uh, dies and uh, all your other goodies for the month of April. Uh, I did fuck up, though, on Patreon. I apologize. I was supposed to order magnets last Friday, but <clears throat> we were dealing with our water heater that, like, exploded. Not really exploded, but it, it died. And we were dealing with that all day, and I forgot to order. So uh, we will hopefully make that up to you guys soon. Uh, and then, John, if we can read those socials, I don't think we had. Yeah, definitely. We have uh, on, on, on Facebook, we got Collecting Weekly. We got Collecting Weekly Auxiliary as well. That's the that's the one you guys want to join. Uh, updates, I always say it, updates, BST, postings, just fun group to be a part of. On Insta, we got the at Collecting Weekly, at Collecting Weekly underscore clips, where you can go and see that, if you missed it, the After Dark uh, clip where Fern calls a blockbuster special a lot of there. inside a lot of inside jokes there oh yeah that was a good episode um at the at the everyday collector and um at in and outs of collecting for now maybe we'll do some updates we'll see how it goes oh yeah we probably gotta take that one off don't we um we you can always rename it the collector's club instagram could be a thing too yeah we yeah, gotta redo we this can, we'll we figure it out this. Uh, shout outs time, Marco. What do we got going on on uh, on your channel this week? Yeah, so I would just say if you haven't yet checked out the latest episode of the She Said No podcast, we had a lot of fun with it, and this is the first one Gigi and myself doing video. And if you haven't seen the one that we did with Zach and Victoria, the the prior episode, uh, I think that was our first ever uh, video episode. Um, so yeah, go go check those out. A lot of fun. We got Gigi's thoughts on the Queen Studios Joker, on the Razor Crest. Talked a lot of smack to one another, so it was a really good time. And I would say if you're not following our Instagram channel yet, it's one underscore six underscore fix. It's a good way to just see um, when we have new content on the channel. If I'm you know going live with these guys, so it's a, yeah, just a good follow, and I'll post pictures of you know new figures that come in. So hopefully with Gigi's new camera that she's going to be getting here soon. Um, I want to give a shout out to everyone in the chat watching us today. Uh, everyone on YouTube who's watching the videos and stuff, the chatter that matters. Uh, give a shout out to Eddie on his new endeavor. Wish him the best of love. He's going to still come around here and there, Collector's Club and, and on Small Talk. So that will be good to still see him. But yeah, you guys are awesome. Without you guys, where would we be? We'd be nowhere. So shout out to you guys. Shout out you, John. Take, Me. Taking the shit. I'm sorry, and Dylan. I snapped at you. I feel so I'm bad. Getting getting past i i i triggered you it's fine no, no you're a good was, guy it was, it was a 
it's good to to have those conversations. So. Yeah, and I I'll be honest, I am playing devil's advocate for the most part. It's not necessarily that I disagree with you ever, no, but um, shout out to you, John. Yeah, for doing that. Shout out to Zach for all the work he does. Dean, oh, yeah. Jumbo, baby. thanks for having me on. And then uh, Marco, of course. Uh, you got to get me your updated graphic, Marco. Dylan, I wish you were on every episode. I was about to say, I wish you came on more, yeah. And then, of course, the chat. Love you guys. Dylan's like, no no fucking way. I love love you guys, too. I love you guys, too. I just didn't want to break it out. He's like, no. All right. I'm Zach. Um, Don't fucking ever. (laughs) I'm sorry. Marco, Danny, Danny wants to have a wrench on your channel now. Oh, that would. Yeah, guys, can I have a wrench have on your head. channel? Fuck, man, YouTube's handing out wrenches like. Guys, <laughs> I don't even have a wrench on our channel. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, you do. Like, what the fuck? Are you do, no, about? I don't. You're logged into the account. What are you talking about? Well, no, I mean, on my page, I don't have one. I don't think I've ever seen you comment on your page. I could be mistaken. I comment like all the wrench, time. Honestly, guys, like a wrench doesn't even mean right anything now. if if you're handing out handing them out like juju bees. Like, come on. Yeah, Dean. Dean did What was that? What the fuck? Yeah, nine eleven and the Jew beads. What the fuck? Wow. Yo, you said Jew. I thought you were making up a word, but you said <laughs> Juju beads. Kind of... Isn't that a candy? <laughs> I I don't think I've ever heard that ever. You've so. never heard the the, the term Juju bees. You're not making it any better by saying. Well, that. you're giving out wrenches like Juju bees. So de- find the definition and you'll flip and see it. Jesus. Cool it with the anti-Semitic remarks. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, shout out to shout out to everyone watching live. Love you guys. Um, best of luck to uh, to Eddie. And uh, it's good to see. We saw Mario in the chat for a bit, so it was nice to see. And uh, big shout out to Golden Ass Gwen. She had, uh, I think it was a WonderCon this weekend. I think she had a good time. So, yeah. oh no, sweet, let me let me correct some. Gigi, nothing against you. You're fantastic. If anything, you deserve one. Well, is she? <laughs> Only Anyways, you know. I'm Zach. I'm Dean. I'm Dylan. I'm Jonathan. And I am the husband of the guy, of the gal who just got a blue wow. wrench. Of the guy, <laughs> nice. Of the guy. All right. Freudian total slip. Unforced error there. Freudian slip. Oh, let's go! That's class!